1: Talk
2: Recorded live.
3: Hi, everybody. It's September 29th, 2016, and it's time for my private audio call. Tonight, our special guest speaker, backed by popular demand, is Ken Dost. If you'll recall, he was with us, I guess, last time you were on with us was January. Is that right, uh, uh,
0: Ken? I, thought, I think it, I think it was on uh, uh, a little... Oh, no, I think I was on... a. Uh, uh, in the springtime, and then January is my third oh. call, I've been on with you,
3: okay, well, I didn't notice. I thought it'd been longer than that, but I'm glad you made it. You're on again with us because I got some emails. people are interested in hearing what you have to say you're You're all about um what foreclosure remedy, right?
0: Well, I don't use the word foreclosure. I think that foreclosure should be banned from our language because <laughs> what uh, do you
3: think it should be called
0: to say to say to say that to say that there's a foreclosure. Is to say that there is a mortgage, and there is no such thing as a mortgage. That's not what we're dealing with here. That's the biggest false misrepresentation that there is out there. Really? Um, yes, it is. A, it is a huge misrepresentation. Uh, what these guys did was these uh, 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 banks, these financial services people. And I'll use my uh, uh, purported lender as an example, but you can but you can insert any one of them in there. Uh, Own It Mortgage Solutions uh, was a purported lender. Of mortgage loans, just as countrywide, This is option one, this is all these lenders were. But actually, what they were selling us, they were selling us investment contracts to future annuities. That's, what that's right. Orders. Are we're you?
3: Let wait a second. Are you moving around? Are you walking? Or? uh
0: yeah, I am. I'll sit down.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, now I can hear the wind. And
0: <laughs> that's not my oh. line. There's no wind.
3: Oh really? Oh, no. let's talk to nine hundred one. Sorry. Let me unmute you guys. I thought I muted I unmuted everybody back, but okay, I was hearing wind. I guess that was from TalkShoe901. Okay, sorry. <laughs> is that better? <laughs> yeah, much better. Okay. okay. Okay,
0: I am walking around, but there is no wind where I'm at. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, th- there is, yes, uh, there is a, a huge misnomer. I mean, what they've pulled off is brilliant. They pulled out the the, the, the most uh, the, the most elaborate heist in the history of the civilized world, and I I feel that's finally starting to come apart at the seams as it well should, um, and it, it comes down to now just trying to get people on the same page on what we're dealing with here. Um, there's a lot of great information out there. There's a lot of people that are that are hitting this very hard and are hitting it in a very positive way, and are getting very close. Um, but I feel that there's others out there that are taking us in the opposite direction in the wrong direction. But the one thing that I feel everyone is missing that we have to pay attention to and we have to put our focus on is intellectual properties. Everything we are dealing with has to do with copyrights, trademarks, and most importantly of all, patents. It's everything that we're dealing with here. And this all came about as a result of um, uh, some key rulings, uh, namely in 1998, with the State Street versus Signature Financial Group, which the court, in its infinite wisdom or payoffs, as the case probably is, hmm. uh, deemed that uh, a, 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 an automated business process is patentable. And the, one, the, the, the patent in question was a patent that was a business process, an algorithmic process, that uh, for all uh, intents and purposes was how to best evade paying taxes and uh, 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 what to invest in in order to uh, avoid paying taxes. Well, right. the court deemed that, well, first of all, in order for something to be patentable, the primary requirement is, is that the patent produces a concrete and tangible result. You know, so you think of uh, a concrete pier or an or a automobile carburetor, or, you know, something tangible. Right. Uh, the court, in its wisdom deemed that the results – that this algorithmic program put into the hands of a broker to which that broker can then take to his investors to uh, guide them on investments was a concrete and tangible result i i still scratch my head over that and try to figure that out because it just doesn't it doesn't compute on any level of logic whatsoever but nonetheless that's what it was and that started all of this so and that
3: hasn't been overturned or anything
0: well, actually, it has. Well, not so much overturned, but actually, there is a there is a ruling uh, in uh, the United States Supreme Court ruling, which was in 2000. I want to say 14. I might be wrong. It might be 15. Uh, and that ruling is Alice Party Corporation v. CLS Bank, C L S International Bank, which has direct ties with our our favorite uh, MERS, <laughs> our favorite acronym of MERS Mortgage Electronic Registration Systems. But what the court deemed was they said, well, wait a second here. Um, Abstract uh, uh, abstract, uh, inventions or abstract ideas cannot be patentable. And if you're dealing with a future return or a future clearing transaction or any kind of a future taking, that's abstract, and therefore it's not patentable. It's a huge, huge ruling. But nobody pays attention to it because we're still all, all defending on foreclosures and we're still thinking these are mortgage loans and we're not looking past to what these actually are and, and what's really going on here. The evidence is everywhere around us. It is, it's everywhere. I mean, if, 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 I, had, if I was to say um, uh, 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 how, how prevalent the evidence is, it's, it's 100%. All we've got to do is open our eyes and look to the right direction. And we're not. They've, and this is where they've done a brilliant, brilliant uh, uh, deception upon us uh, by keeping us focused to the idea that we did get a mortgage loan, that we are in default, and we do owe a debt, and all this frivolous nonsense that's not true whatsoever. I mean, the whole thing is just a it, – it's, <laughs> it, it, it's a charade, and we all fell for it. The whole world so fell for
3: it. Yeah, and what's the, what's the evidence?
0: Oh, the evidence is the patents. There's, there's hundreds of patents, if not thousands of oh. patents out there. That clearly shows that the economy was fixed, uh, that Merrill Lynch fixed it. Merrill Lynch is the Mer- – well, they all fixed it. They're all in bed together. Merrill Lynch, Deutsche Bank, Wells Fargo, uh, oh. J.P. Morgan Chase, they're all in bed together. But Merrill Lynch is our number one culprit, number one culprit. And what, what this is all about, this is about estate theft. This is about common law trespass and estate theft. What I mean by that is these mortgage loans were not mortgage loans. They were investment contracts to a future annuities. Stated differently, they were uh, um, an installment lease to a future taking, to a future foreclosure. That foreclosure, though, is upon the estate, a taking of the estate. So what they've done, from the moment that you sign that alleged mortgage loan, what they've done is they have been uh, building and accruing value in multiple trusts that are, that you are the issuer principal of and you are the beneficiary of. And they have valued that and built millions and millions of dollars in these trusts, these concealed trusts that are hidden from us uh, so that when they foreclose upon us, they get to take it all away and liquidate it. That's what's going on here. It's that simple. It's that simple. Um, and they're doing it. Uh, all these trusts are are already established the moment we, I mean, let's go back to the Fannie and Freddie document. What is that document? What does it actually represent? It's a trust agreement, it's not a mortgage loan, it's a trust agreement. And the, and the riders that attach to it, the notes that attach to it, what are those? Those are entitlements and benefits. Whose entitlements and benefits are those? They're ours, except that we were lured into giving up our uh, um, uh, property at the end of some determined period of time which will be when they foreclose upon us, so that they can come in and they can take us and convict us from our home, and then afterwards they can abandon our estate through the good old bar attorney administrative processes so that they can come in and they can raid all the trust accounts of all the millions of dollars that have been accrued underneath our name. It is a a crime of unimaginable. uh, It's unimaginable. Um, but it is, it, it, it's its is—it's—it's true, and it's, it's not difficult to prove. Um, it's laid out in patents. It's laid out in intellectual properties, and that's exactly what we're dealing with here. We're not dealing with a mortgage loan. We're not dealing with a, a piece of property, per se, in terms of land or a house. We're dealing with a, a, a property that is us, our body, our signature, our all-caps name, um, because that's what they're trading. That's what's the value. It's our labor. It's our... Cooperation to labor, which, of course, we never gave cooperation to because we were never informed. It's incredibly, it's an an incredible fraud that once you really understand what's going on here, you just scratch your head and think, how the hell can we have missed this? How could we have missed
3: it? It's real easy. They distracted us with other things and led us in other directions, never taught us about it in school. You know, they programmed us to be the way they wanted us to be.
0: Well, they've always used us as transmitting utilities, but the thing with this ruling in 1998 and and more so with uh, uh, the revisions to Article 9 in 2001, which was to secure transactions, uh, the one thing that that people uh, don't take into account is that under uh, um, Article 9 falls three little uh, words that are huge, and that's patents, copyrights, and trademarks, and when you're talking about security, so the securitization, another word for securitization would be fractionalization, fractionalization of us. So when they say, or when HSBC or whomever uh, hauls our button to court on a foreclosure case and they say, oh, you signed a, you know, you, we got a UCC 3 to bearer. Well, if this were a UCC contract, this were a UCC negotiable instrument, it would be four-corner agreement. It would be signed, sealed, and delivered. And when that originator sold that mortgage loan or alleged mortgage loan, there would, there would, in fact, be a chain of title. There would, in fact, be endorsements, and there would, in fact, be recordings to the county. But, of course, none of that was ever done. So the problem that, that we have here in foreclosure defense is everybody's trying to defend this uh, as if it is a mortgage loan transaction to real property. It's not what we're dealing with. here is we're dealing with assignments, conveyances, um, uh, uh, transfers that are all to intellectual properties that are all to copyrights, to trademarks, to patent law has nothing whatsoever to do with real property. Nothing, and that's what we fail to see. And once we recognize that, I think we could turn the table here on, on what's going on, what's taking place. Uh, it is a it is a, a, a scheme that is uh, perpetuated uh, by the bar attorney's administrative processes uh, that years ago would have been castigated by the court system because it is, it's secret means. The courts have always abhorred secret means. But guess what they did? They put the courts in the payment stream. So <laughs> they're getting paid. So now, all of a sudden, now it's okay. Yeah,
4: of course, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. It's not okay, though. It's not okay. And uh, we have to approach this thing differently. We have to realize, and this is one thing I realized. I, I went through, um, you know, when, when HSBC brought their action. I walked into court totally blind to what anything, I, to any understanding of what the court was, to any understanding that the, that the court was operating in admiralty, and what the hell that even meant, you know. Um, and that was uh, three years ago, and I've I've learned a lot since then. Uh, I do understand how the court functions now. I do understand that they're operating in admiralty. I do understand that they have no jurisdiction whatsoever, uh, that they're foreign, that that, that, that all these judges are foreign officers, uh, and that that they have no jurisdiction whatsoever in any of these courts, and that everything is administrative. And it is administrative because that's how everything is done. It's done administratively. And the reason why is because of of, of the intellectual properties. So... When we signed those alleged mortgage loans, what we signed was we signed a licensing agreement to allow them to use our our, our signature, our identity, um, as a, a, in whatever form, fashion, manner that they wanted to. Uh, so in other words, they've made us grantors to innumerable number of patents uh, that are investment schemes of Goldman Sachs, that are these service and entities uh, uh, patents that are all kinds of uh, – uh, Processes that rape pillage and plunder from us quite literally um it is it's we've been gang raped so many damn times and they've made so much money off of us and this is why they keep coming after people in foreclosure is because not I'm sure you've heard stories like I have of people that have uh paid off their house, had no debt whatsoever, and still end up getting foreclosed upon
3: yeah, I have that's happened several times a lot of people that have, have had that happen in the mm-hmm. in the country, yeah.
0: And the reason why we, that happens is because we're not dealing with a mortgage loan. We're dealing with a, a licensing and control over uh, our signature and our all-caps name, if you will, uh, because we allowed them to have that. And what that means is these Fannie and Freddie documents, they're copyrighted works, okay? And prior to 1998, prior to 2001 – uh, they weren't collateralized. They weren't securitized. You couldn't securitize them. Uh, but because of that, uh, they were able to take a copyrighted work and, uh, like the Fannie and Freddie document, and make picture, picture, make picture, making a thousand copies. Right after you walked, after you signed that those documents, you walked out the door. Imagine them going to their copy, or running to their copy, and making a thousand copies of that uh, of those documents you just signed and then shipping mm-hmm. them out to a bookstore and selling them all at the same price.
3: No, that's exactly what they did.
0: That's exactly just... what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: That's exactly what they doing. That's a really good way to put it.
3: That should make it perfectly clear for those that didn't get it before.
0: Well, and, and if you think of that, think about that for a second. Think about it for a minute. If that's what they're doing, if they're, if they're selling, uh, say say that the alleged mortgage loan was $350,000, if they're selling that alleged mortgage loan for $350,000 a thousand times over for the same price, Why the hell aren't you getting a return on that? Because there's no loan at that point. How could there be a loan? Right? That's right. Mm -hmm. So what should have happened here, when we signed these alleged mortgage loans, these uh, investment contracts, we should have gotten a separate account along with our own broker. And uh, And we should be making
3: money. Huh? (laughs) We should be making a, a monthly income on it.
0: Well, see, this this is where it's interesting. In 1986, I believe it was, there was a patent, a mortgage patent, that was a, a variable interest rate mortgage that created two separate accounts. One was a, a mortgage account for payoffs. The other account was for an investment account. And what they did, what what, what the what the borrower was agreeing to do was to allow the bank to use their collateral value uh, for investment schemes to make money on, and. Kickbacks would be given. Well, kickbacks is the wrong word. Um, uh, Returns would be uh, 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 put deposited into the account of the borrower, uh, so that by the time the borrower paid off that alleged mortgage loan, uh, they had a full investment account, a full retirement account, an annuity.
3: Wow. Yeah, that's that sounds good.
0: This is a patent. (laughs) So what they've done is they took that patent and they stole it from us. They stole our identity. They stole our value. They stole our collateral value, and they stole it for themselves. And they built all these annuity accounts, these life settled accounts that are that we are the issuer in principle of, that are by all rights and uh, uh, all sense of purposes ours, because we're the ones that uh, gave, the, uh, we're the ones that put our names on uh, 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 the dotted line, we're the ones that donated our asset, our financial asset to these guys, and we got nothing in return except closed upon and why because they want the annuities the millions of dollars that they've attached to us so by all rights and purpose by, by, by all rights and uh, uh uh purposes we're none of us are in debt we're not in debt at all we're all millionaires we're all multi-millionaires on paper well let's not say paper let's say on electronic ledgers <laughs> that's what we are um it's not that hard to prove it really isn't. If we, if we could all focus to the same thing, the same issue, uh, if we could all start cracking open patents, if we could all start understanding intellectual properties and how they function, they're done with. It's done with. Well,
3: are the patents that they, you, these mortgage patents, are they uh, available to, to look up? And, and... Oh, absolutely. It's
0: public record. It's okay. public record. I Have you done I post on my, my Facebook page. Oh, okay. Merrill Lynch right. has a whole series on, uh, um, on uh, 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 estate patents. And see, now here's what's interesting. What they've done is they've established and they set these patents up and they've set it up, the structure of it, the same way a person would set up their estate with heirs and beneficiaries as a parent, as a child. So Merrill Lynch set it up. Merrill Lynch is our parent. And when we all know about MERS. And how MERS functions? Well, yeah, You MERS know, he used to a... talk
3: about that all the time. Was Gene Keating used to talk about that all the time? And Merrill Lynch. Yeah. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Well,
0: but, but well, it's interesting. Gene Keating and I spoke uh, several months ago, um, and and he didn't, he knew nothing about the intellectual properties. He was he's a, he's yeah, a, no. he's he's dead on with uh, UCC three and he's dead on with everything he talks about with uh, the contracts and, the, and UCC3 and UCC8. He's dead on with that, but he didn't know anything about MERS. He didn't know anything about uh, the patents, and I spent weeks <laughs> on the phone with him, educating <laughs> him on this, and then he disappeared, so <laughs> I don't know yeah. where he went. I know. Um, I've I understand he's kind of adapted it for himself. But, um, yeah, MERS is, uh, um, MERS is an acronym, Mortgage Electronic Registration Systems. It's a lie. They misled us on the on the Fannie and Freddie documents because they did not disclose that MERS was a registered trademark. And under, so if they would have shown that little circle R next to their name, uh, next to their acronym on these Fannie and Freddie agreements, we wouldn't be where we're at today. We wouldn't be here because somebody would have said, wait a second here, this has nothing to do with real property. This has to do with intellectual properties. And somebody would have followed that MERS circle R trademark uh, looked it up on the United States Patent and Trademarks Office on the trademark side, looked up the MERS trademark, and lo and behold, they would find a contract between Mortgage Electronic Registration Systems, Inc., the acronym, and Nations Bank, which is Bank of America. And what it is, it's a pro- by-proxy agreement that basically says that, well, MERS is a licensing agent of intellectual properties, and we gave, we, we are agreeing to give them exclusive rights to use our identity in whatever shape, manner, fashion that they want. So we, we by uninformed consent, we put ourselves into involuntary uh, servitude.
2: Yeah, we do
3: that. We're good it's at
0: a, that. It's a huge fraud. It's a huge fraud. It it it's it, it it's unimaginable what they've gotten away with here. Um but it is reversible. Uh we cannot fight it this at that law side in the courts. Now what I've been doing and I'm working with Anna uh, uh, Von Ritz and uh, uh, Lorna Marish and uh, Bob Locke and uh, a few other people, and we've had a couple of summits up in Alaska, and we have all been working together on various different aspects of this. Um, Anna works on the Vatican side of this, uh, to, to those issues. Um, I'm working on the equity side of the, the, the coin, along with Bob Locke and a few others, and Lorna Marish, and um, we're have looking we ever at
3: talked the – um... Have you ever talked with Dan Benham?
0: No, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard that name before.
3: I think we're going to have a roundtable with you and him and a few others. That would, be, I think, there would be a really good discussion if you guys all put your heads together.
0: Well, I think we're very close here. I think we are. I think if we can pull our pull our resources together and, and focus toward the same thing, we'll be we'll be in good shape. Now, there's one organization out there, and I'm not going to say the name. Um, but they've done some fantastic. The, the, the documents that they have out there, the explanations, uh, um, uh, uh, passport. Well,
3: why, why aren't you going to say the name?
0: Well, I just, uh, yeah. Well, I guess I could. Uh, it, it's S E D M. Um, oh sure. It, uh, I, I was fantastic information out there. Oh yeah. And I read We're, one report okay. that where they castigated totally castigated people that are talking about the birth certificates and talking about the all-caps name, and it has nothing to do with any of this stuff, and that all of us are crazy for even talking about it. And the one thing is, show us one citation that talks anything about the all-caps name. Well, I can, I, can show, I can give you several, actually. Uh, one is a case out of, uh, um, out of Texas that specifically deals with the estate, um, and it deals with uh, um, uh, the legal fiction and the live person. And the IRS came in and said, "Well, you know, it's not our choice. It's not the, certainly not the state's choice uh, on what uh, status a person uh, assumes, whether that's on the all cap side or the living person side. It's the it's that own person's individual choice." And it, it, so the all cap's name is very very important to all this because, of course, that's not, it's a dead, it's a dead entity, it's a legal fiction, it's foreign, right? And uh, um, so that's one issue. Mm-hmm. The second issue is the birth certificates. I agree with them that the birth certificate does not tie directly to an account. its It ties to accounts, absolutely ties to accounts, but it's more so for the authentication of, 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 of who you are and uh, asserts who you are so that you can operate and move yourself into uh, private into, into the private side so that you can separate your uh, a legal fiction from your living person so that you can put your living person back onto the land and so that you can take control of your all caps legal fiction and that all caps legal fiction is really important why for the reason i said earlier it's not we're not dealing with a singular transaction here we're dealing with a book we're dealing with being sold thousands of times over yeah. fractional line.
3: volumes yeah
0: volumes of it yes so yeah. when you think in terms of that It's very important to say, yeah, I think I want to put myself back on the land. I think I want to claim myself uh, at my age majority, which I never did. Uh, None of us ever did when we were supposed to because none of us even even knew about it. Or, you know, I never knew about it. I never knew I had to uh, verify my life or validate my life at the age of, what, 18 or whatever age it was in the state I was in. But that's what everything hinges on. It really does. Because what happens if you don't do that that? You flow into uh adulthood as an incompetent minor adult now the way that these guys look at it these guys look at it as every one of us, the billions of us that are in the, that inhabit this uh uh unif- or this world is a uh an asset, and we're all part of a universe of assets, and that's what they refer to it It's a universe of assets at that they can pick and choose from for whatever purpose they want for investment reasons or whatever. And because we've never claimed ourselves, because we never claimed uh, possession of ourselves and possession of, of, of that all-caps name, uh, they're free to use it at, at, at will, and that's what they're doing. Now, you can look at this another way, too. You can look at it as they've, that, that they're the guardians of our trust because we're lost at sea, and until we come back and claim that, uh, uh, they're going to take care of it for us. Okay, so... What do we do? Let's come back on the land. Let's take back our assets and say, hey, thank you very much. You've done a great job. Now Give me back my stuff and get out of my life. You know, so there's a, w- a couple ways to look at this. Um, it is it's all intellectual property, though, and that's what we've got to start putting our attention to. Uh, we can't we have to stop looking at these and analyzing these contracts and talking about assignments uh, and uh, uh, lack thereof and recognize the fact that, hey, a trademark does not have to be recorded in the county recorder's office uh, to, to to show a transfer because we're not dealing with real property here, we're dealing with MERS, the trademark. So when, they, so when an assignment occurs, they just have to record it with the United States Patent and Trademarks Office. All these conveyances, all these transfers, all these mortgages, everything is conducted to the United States Patent and Trademarks Office. That's where we need to put our attention to. Well,
1: it's that's really, interesting. It, it,
0: yeah. Go ahead.
3: No, I was just saying that's really interesting. You know, uh, it, you wouldn't even think to look at the patent and trademarks. You know about mortgages and so forth.
0: Well, you, but you know, you know, you know, what, you know what a mortgage is. Death page. Co- it's actually a copyright.
3: Oh, okay. You,
0: you know what a copyright is, don't you? It's a Fannie and Freddie document.
3: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: It's a fan so what they 've done here and this is very these are some things i 'm working on i th- I think it's a very very simple fix actually I really do i don 't think it's as complex as 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 we need to make this out to be um, because it is complex we 're dealing with very, very complex issues because remember what i what I said we 're talking about uh, uh, being sold a thousand times over so this is not this is the twenty first century the digital age, the globalization age, the internet age um, so even though the Vatican may have established the ses decay, um, we've got a 1,000 different ses decays out there that are, that are uh, flowing off of um, uh, separate hubs and separate spokes. So in other words, uh, you've got... Uh, we're recorded at the U.S. Coast Guard, <laughs> believe it or not. We're recorded, of course, with the Vatican, uh, with the SEC, with uh, uh, all kinds of different entities and exchanges, and these are all spokes. Uh, and in order to kill off everything... We've got to identify what the hubs are. And the hub, I mean, picture a hub, and, you know, you picture a wheel, and you picture the center of that is a hub, and then you've got all these spokes coming off, right? Well, if you knock off a couple of spokes, the tire is still going gonna, still gonna, to, uh, unless you knock off enough spokes, the tire is still going to operate, still going to move around okay. that hub. But if you capture the hub, then you take out all the spokes, and that's mm-hmm. what we need to concentrate on. Now, what are those hubs? Uh, the one hub is the county. The county is is is, is, is a um, how do you put it? Uh, uh, it's a crime scene <laughs> in in, all, in every sense of the word. It's an absolute mm-hmm. crime scene. Um, mm-hmm. There's proof. Uh, there's more. There's actual uh, um, more than proof? There's actual uh, um, documentation that uh, from the Department of uh, um, uh, Health and Human Services in directives at least here in Oregon, I'm sure in other states too, in their own directives through uh, a papers called Matters of Record, that's, that directs county officials to alter and change people's statuses and change people's uh, 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 live death status. Um, and that's how what they're doing is they are coming in and they are destroying marriages by segregating the husband and wife and re allocating them or redefining them as a, uh, a, a parent-parent underneath a, domestic corp- uh, underneath a domestic partnership. Now, domestic partnerships were established for what? For gay marriages, right? Well, right. they you get one step further, they've basically mm-hmm. used it as a way to uh, 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 disregard uh, entities and to stem off our corporate side, which is the private side, which is where all the annuities are lying. But they need to do that because because we're dealing with common law estates. And under a common law estate, if you're a husband and wife, uh, you have a settler and a survivor. And so the the premise being that uh, the husband assumedly dies off first, the wife has survivor rights, and she has the right to stay on the property until she passes. Well, guess what? This kind of messes up their scheme a little bit because then they can't get to the millions of dollars that they've accrued in all those annuities and all those estates, right? So they've got to kill off the spouse too. Well, how do they do that? They have at the county level, they have them uh, uh, reallocate them their tax status as a parent, parent uh, and not a husband and wife. And as a parent, parent um, when they drag your butt into court and for a foreclosure and the judge finds you uh, financially incapacitated because you can't pay your your mortgage and foreclosure, and he orders that eviction, ah, guess what, now they can kill off both the husband and wife and all future rights to heirs and beneficiaries, if that makes sense. I hope I made that clear.
3: Yeah, I I understood what you were saying. I don't know if anybody else had a problem. Uh, Are you ready to take questions yet? Sure.
5: Yeah, sure.
3: Okay, if anybody has a question, press star 8. Uh, Right now, uh, South Nevada has their hand up. Go ahead, you've been unmuted. Did you have a question for Ken Dostar, our special guest speaker? South Nevada. Yo, South Nevada. If you're trying to uh, talk, you might want to unmute your phone. I've unmuted you here on this end. South Nevada. Okay, I tell you what, when you figure it out, do it. Put press star eight again, and I'll unmute you. Okay. Next up is Southeast Texas. Go ahead. You've been unmuted. Southeast. Oh, uh, <laughs> you just, uh, you just muted yourself. Oh no, there yeah. you go. Okay.
6: Okay, Ken. Uh, hi, Angela. Uh, hi. When I yeah. when you were talking, Ken, I've I listened to you earlier today. The, the months back that you were on first and. And when you were talking today, I've been at this stuff for 38 years. So when you when you said that, I was looking at the news today and uh, Wells Fargo with all these fake accounts. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Bank of America. Is that
0: what's happening? Yeah. They're getting they're getting busted. Yes, that's exactly what's happening. Uh, what's going on with Wells Fargo? They're they're creating all these false accounts that they're collecting from. And uh, uh, that's exactly what's happening, and, and, and they're getting away with it because uh, it's all hidden underneath this uh, layer of, uh, of automation and uh, technology. And they're all in bed together. I mean, when you talk about Wells Fargo, uh, let's establish uh, a hierarchy for a minute, if we could, where, where all the banks sit so we have an understanding. Uh, Merrill Lynch deals with the estates. Uh, Wells Fargo is the securities administrator of all accounts, of all retail accounts a, a, all across the world. Or at least in the United States. Uh, they're also the master servicer. Uh, now, they're in bed, of course, with uh, Deutsche Bank. Deutsche Bank is always the custodian. Uh, HSBC is always the global clearinghouse. But, see, they're all operating in tandem together within this cartel, if you will, and they're all creating these separate, uh, separately managed accounts uh, that is identity theft. They're, they're, they're stealing our identity to, to create estate accounts for themselves. That they can uh, benefit themselves, but with their future compensation. So yes, I mean, it's all linked That's exactly what okay. we're talking about. Okay. Well, where
6: where is this money going? I think it was fifty eight billion that Bank of America had to pay back. Pay hey, somebody.
0: Somebody. Well, went I don't over. think they're paying anybody back. I, I, no. <laughs> I know we're not getting any of it, and I know that no, I'm just be- Go ahead. I'm sorry.
6: Uh, I'm not getting anything, and then, no, and then uh, Wells Fargo twenty eight billion. But I'm going. You know, they're they're headed on the news, and of course, they don't give us the whole story. But I mean, I was going. it Sounds like stuff I've heard not only from you but from several other, because I follow other other shows and look into things myself. And uh, but I'm I'm thinking, okay, if they got to pay all these fines, who it is it these fines going to? And all this money is supposed to be paid back to who?
0: Well, I agree with you. All these penalties are paid to the government, uh, but then again, the government always ends up waiving the payments. Look at, look at uh, um, HSBC from a couple of years ago. They were fined, uh, what, a couple billion dollars, I think, $1.2 billion for uh, alleged uh, um, uh, interactions with uh, the drug cartels. And, of course, that, that penalty got waived. And, it, and I agree with you. Where, where's all this money going? This money should come sure back to, to us. Yeah, I want to is. ask
3: you something though, because uh, I don't understand with the Wells Fargo situation. The employees opened up all these bogus accounts, mm-hmm. but but they had like real clients, real people. Yep. And they opened up savings or checking accounts in their name, but if nobody put any money into that account, I we- mean, if the people didn't know they had accounts, they didn't put money into it, right?
0: No, they didn't. No, they didn't put money into it. it, it it's okay, valued. so where did they,
3: how did they generate funds? I mean, just from opening these accounts.
0: Because that's how you show it. Because what they're doing is they're valuing our 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 our, our productivity. They're valuing our our um, uh, um, uh, uh, our our work, our work, our our, our work, our ethics, our our, uh, our position in society as far as uh, um, our credit. Well, Spargo, and oh yeah. It's just numbers. It's not. It's cash, just numbers. We it's not, it. We're not dealing with real money here.
6: Okay. Well, I, well,
0: we're dealing with the, we're, we're dealing with the. We're dealing with accounts here. We're dealing with electronic uh, entry or electronic ledger account entries.
3: Right. Now, right. And I'm trying to understand. Well, how was the consumer harmed?
0: Uh, the consumer is harmed because it was their identity that was stolen. That's it was their identity right. that was being valued, and it was their identity that attaches back to these accounts. And it, it, it's uh, uh, put over by um, uh, 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 a Wells Fargo employee or a Merrill Lynch employee or broker who put their name on the account and they diverted it. And it's called it's called an SMA, a separately managed account. Um, and that's what they're keeping <laughs> from us uh, because by all rights and by, by all rights and purposes, those are those should be our assets because it is our collateral, it's our value, um, it's and we're the issue in principle. So it's pure identity theft all the way through and through. Now, in terms of the money that we're talking about, we're just talking about a, a, um, a credit to a, a ledger account. Um, you know, we all live off of ATMs. We all, live off, we all live off of debit cards. None of us live off of cash. There is no cash. There's no such thing as money anymore. It's all, it's all electronic values to a credit card is what we're dealing with. And also, too, now we could go one step further, into how it ties in with Treasury, and <laughs> you really want to get into a very fascinating realm. Uh, you yeah. get into the GSA uh, um, uh, contractors, and you get into the Treasury side of credit and uh, 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 credit lines, and they are drawn off of our credit, and they're stealing our credit. For every, for every debit that's created, there has to be a credit. Well, they took both. They, they charged us with a debt while they offset it with the credit to their, to their uh, accounts. And they're living very handsomely off of our debt. Uh, and they're able to wipe it clean every, I think it's every 24 months, and then kind of re-up their credit line. So they're bleeding off of our credit, our credit, our money, our, our, our uh, rightful um, uh, position as far as our value is concerned. And they're bleeding off of it. And that's how Wells Fargo has got, got away with it.
3: So
4: what
0: yeah, the people your, should do... Check.
3: So the, the people that got that Wells Fargo made bank accounts for, the people should find out that account and do a trace on it to find out if there was any transactions done or any money earned or in or out. Well,
0: here, I mean, okay, here's, no, a, here's out. the interesting thing about it. Now, go, let me go back to the county again. Uh, when I was talking about the county uh, change in records and change in vital statistics uh, and, and and recalculating or recategorizing people uh, a married couple, as, uh, instead of husband and wife, instead as a parent-parent. Um, what they do is they're doing this in what they call an intermediary uh, um, account, so intermedi- intermediary status. So what do they do afterwards? They wipe it out. They erase the record. And I- I'll give you a perfect example of this. If anyone w- really wants to really get into this, and I think everyone should, uh, crack open uh, your uniform under your state, crack open the uniform corporate. What's it, uniform corporate Business Entities Act, and what it is, is it's the American Bar Association's playbook for how they screw us, how they, how they convert us into uh, foreign citizens, how, they tra- how we travel. You know, you know, each one of us has been all over the world a thousand times over. Oh What's it called us. again?
3: What's it called uh, again? What did you say it was called it's again? It's called the
0: Uniform, Uniform Corporate, Uniform Corporate uh, Business Entities Act. And it is the American Bar Association's playbook for how they screw us, how they screw every single one of us, how we have, how we, how our status is constantly manipulated uh, to value us and to make profits off of our name, off of our being uh, through various uh, uh, statuses, uh, through various immigration, through various uh, uh, visa statuses and passport statuses, and uh, of course, like I said, we've been all over the world. I've been all I've been. I've been over the world a 1,000 times, in the same place a 1,000 times. I just don't know it because they've done it electronically uh, to steal, to build value against me so that they can build the estate accounts so they can come back and steal it after they come back and foreclose upon you, evict you, and get you to abandon your property, of course, which, which is what they do behind your back. And then what do they do afterwards? They erase the record, so there's no record of it. And it, it, it admits to this in that, in that act that I talked about, Uniform Corporate Business Act. What they do is they domesticate us, and it, it clearly states in one section in there: if you get caught, erase it, delete it, because it's all intermediary records. <clears throat> what is the final records? The final records are lie with the Department of Vital Statistics uh, and, and Department of Homeland Security, uh, because that determines our political status, and it also determines our living status on the on the uh, vital statistics side. So what they're doing is they're altering records, creating records, and then coming back and deleting them. It's a huge, huge, huge fraud. So what you have is Ken, a- Go ahead. Uh Ken, yeah. uh,
6: one more thing. I, I was thinking while you were talking that when you check your credit
0: score, if you got one,
6: they're probably making money off of that
0: yes they are there's there's several different credits you know there's uh own it mortgage the own it mortgage solutions uh bill dallas he's uh <laughs> he's probably wow. the biggest nemesis of mine that I would love to see he's an individual I would love to see uh uh locked up in jail um, he's uh, i th- I see him as being one of the masterminds behind this all this technology and incorporating of the technology of course he didn't do it alone he did it in bed with uh Fannie and Freddie and Merrill lynch and Uh, JP Morgan Chase and all these other banks, but uh, um, what they're doing is, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's we're dealing with here is we're dealing with uh, uh, concealed electronic processes that are all administrative processes. Okay, that we were incorporated by reference. Of course, none of us ever knew about any of this. So what we're dealing with here, this is why the courts have no jurisdiction, because everything that's being done to us is done administratively. So what we have to do is we have to identify and We've got to start re- uh, filing rebuttals all over town. Um, and, and, and you know, if you open up the CFRs and you go into uh, um, United States uh, 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 Customs and Border Protection, you go into the SEC, you go into uh, uh, the indenture part of the SEC, uh, you go into uh, um, uh, uh, Department of Homeland Security, you know, the remedies are there for us. Uh, the forms are there for us to report identity theft, to uh, uh, claim back our, 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 our goods that have been stolen from us. It's just that none of us do it. Why? Because we don't know about it. Now we do.
4: CFRs,
0: Code of Federal Regulations. Yes, uh,
6: yes. I mean, it's, I found, I found a form that if the an if electric company or any utility or service denies you, a service because you won't give them your Social Security number or driver's license number. There's 25 felonies on that
0: form. All you
6: got to do is fill it out.
0: Yes, yes. Who yes. denied and, it? Yes, and, and I've got all these forms, and I've got it, and I will get them listed up on on my Facebook page, and I will get these listed up because people need to be aware of this. The remedies out there for us folks are everywhere. They're everywhere. All we have to do is identify what the hell we're dealing with here. We're dealing with identity theft. We're dealing with the theft of our, of our signature. Our all caps name is very, very, very valuable. Why? Because it's not sold one time. It's sold a thousand times over like a book, and it's trading every single day through exchanges every single day. It's not real. Of course it's not real. It's all electronic, electronically derived uh, values. But, hell, you know, would, would you, I would gladly – the recipient and I would gladly take control of my all caps name and let it sit out there as, as it is right now trading day in and day out making profits and being on the receipt of those profits by own, having, having control and ownership of my all caps name which I, I told change guy, equity. I told a guy the other
6: day he was 21 I said your birth certificate name is being traded online through the stock market he come back about 45 minutes later he said it's online I said I told you that he yeah. said, that's bizarre. I said, yeah, this is going to be hard for anyone that's never heard this before to wrap their brain around it, isn't it? It's kind of yeah, hard. Well, you
0: know, you know, I've been struggling with this for several years and how to easily, uh, how to most easily describe this and how to most easily get people to understand this. And it really goes back to the what I said earlier. It, it goes back to the fact that, you know, take your all-caps name and accept the fact that it's true because it's trading day in and day out. And it's trading time and time again. There's there's, there's there's one of me, okay? There's one me, and I'm me. I'm the whole me. That's me. And there's nobody else. But what they've done is they've taken they have fractionalized us into a thousand different fragments. More than that, actually. Mm-hmm. And they're selling it at full value or or, or, or any kind of value, um, time and time again. Well, hell, if I'm me. If I'm the whole me, then I have rights over all those little fractionalized versions of me. I want that. I want those returns. I want those profits. They're mine. I'm entitled to those, and absolutely you're entitled to those. But you've got to claim them. Is that what you're working on, how you make the claim? Yes, yes. Uh, What I've done is, um, and and you you bring up a good point I want to talk about when you talk about utilities. Um, Yes, uh, um, I'm working with people, and uh, we're working on getting into equity because you cannot win on the at side. You can't do it. There's no way you can do it. Um, you can do it administratively, or you can do it in equity. Now, what I've done is I have put out um, I, this past week, I recorded four documents to the county record, and I couldn't believe they actually took them, and they did record them. And uh, it is basically a public expression of private trust. And <laughs> what I did then was I appointed uh, – Uh, HSBC, in in my case, because those are the people that are coming after me as trustee, I appointed that attorney as the the trustee for a private trust. And I mailed it to this individual uh, by restricted uh, uh, confirmation signature. And I I never expected that person to actually sign it. I, I think an attorney is smarter than this, but she actually did sign it. And she actually did call me, and she, or not call me, she actually emailed me and said, I'm not going to go for this nonsense. I'm not going to sign off on this. So I sent her back a message, and I said, first of all, I didn't expect you to sign it. Second of all, since you did sign it, and you, since you did open it up, and since you, are, since you are telling me that this is nonsense, I've got you on dishonor now. So now I'm going to take you into equity, and I'm going to uh, 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 hold you in dishonor. So you've got, we've got to look at this, and we've got to approach this in a totally different way. We have to go, we have to go through the back door of the court. We have to totally bypass the front door of the court, and we have to go in on equity, and that's the way that we do this. And it's a wow, whole my... bit, And it's a whole different, whole different mindset, a whole different way of looking at things. But it has to do with uh, um, uh, uh, what's uh, the maxims of equity and uh, good faith and all kinds of things that are that are basically common law uh, that the courts don't recognize, and all we have to invoke in order to get into that to the back door of the court, you don't go, you don't make a motion. I want to go into equity. You don't do that. You go into exclusive equity by uh, uh, going uh, 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 and submitting to the court and opening up a separate case that you tell them that you want to be uh, an exclusive private equity. An in camera appearance with the judge. So now the judge is, now when you appear before the judge, you're meeting him in his chambers and you're talking to him as a human being, human to human. And now you've got him by his bonds. You've got him on his constitutional oath. Now you've got him, uh, he's, not, he's not that corporate entity, he's not that corporate administrator that uh, functions in the court on a daily <laughs> basis. So it's a whole different way of looking at things. And that's how we get these guys. That's how we take back what is ours.
6: I hope you keep us up with the results that comes, That happens. Well, you know, and, uh,
0: there, there have been a few people that have successfully uh, gotten through this. Uh, they have successfully gotten a decree because the ultimate goal here, the ultimate goal that we're looking to do here is we're looking to take back total control. First of all, we want to be recognized as the living person on the land and that we have, and recognized for that, and recognize that we have uh, sole beneficiary rights all rights, title, and interest to our all caps name. And we want to get a decree from the probate court, because there's, no there's no higher jurisdiction than the probate court, and get a decree from them saying such. And then from there, we go into private trust and we attach, we set up accounts and we attach uh, um, uh, uh, our accounts to that. And then basically, what we do is we live off a credit card, a credit line, um, and eviscerate all debt. We don't have any debt. How can we have debt when we? are so valuable when we trade time and time again when there's, there's millions and millions and millions of dollars uh, of value uh, on our person that is being traded. Why, don't we, why should we not partake in the profits of that? Why should we not be the controlling uh, 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 entity or the controlling person of our, of our legal fiction? Why should, why should somebody else control that? No. Why? When we can do it ourselves.
3: Okay. Um, thank you, Southeast Texas.
0: Thank you, uh, uh, Angela. Good call. And, we'll- okay. and I'm not. you I'm oh, uh, huh? on utilities. I want to talk about utilities for a second. Go ahead. Um, interesting, interesting thing that happened today. As a matter of fact, in my research, like I said, Merrill Lynch acts as the estate. Uh, they're the parent to the estate in all cases because it's their patents. They're the ones that devise this, um, and then Wells Fargo, of course, acts as the as the record keeper, as the count holder, as the accountant of all these. Uh, Deutsche Bank is the custodian of records, so on and so forth. Um, Anyhow, um, in my research, I came across uh, an agreement, a contract that's recorded on a trademark side of the company called Level 3 Communications. Level 3 Communications is a, a transmitting utility, if you will, that functions and interacts with States and counties, and well, states and um, yeah, well, no, states and counties, uh, through uh, um, for their public utilities, for their uh, telecommunications, for bond issues, so on and so forth. Uh, It's also known as, um, oh, what's the other name? They go by a couple names, um, and the one name eludes me for a minute. But Level 3 Communications is associated directly with Merrill Lynch Capital Corporation. Merrill Lynch Capital Corporation ties to the indentures. For these trust accounts that we are all attached to, it doesn't matter. I don't care if you're Bank of America. I don't care if you're if you're Wells Fargo. I don't care who you are. We all are. We all run through a Merrill Lynch indenture because they're the parents of the estates. Now, Level Three Communications. Uh, I get a phone call today. Now, keep in mind that I've just recorded uh, issues to the county, namely those four documents, expressed in my public. Uh, um, uh, um intention my public intent to go into private trust along with uh, a uh, um, couple of other documents that uh, declare um, that i that i that i that i uh, 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 give it of all uh, powers of attorney um, that i not participant to any trusteeship that i didn't know about uh, that basically just all rebuttals so i put this all put this all into the county so I get a phone call today and I pick up the line and uh, the person on the line is purporting to be from social security administration and they asked me they said well have you have we just just verify we're going to go over your claim for uh disability that you just filed i said excuse me i said i didn't file any claim with social security for disability and the person said really and you hung up on me so i looked at the number looked up the number and guess where it goes to level three communications
3: and what's uh, that
0: level three communications are transmitting utility they're the ones that are transmitting all our information through these county and state agencies uh, that are making money on us as grantors. Now, I have, the, I have the agreements on this, and I've had the agreements on this for several years, and I was just looking at it a couple days ago, because if you read the agreement, an is, agreement is not an agreement that you will find in the SEC. It's an agreement that you will find underneath the trademark of Level 3 Communications. And the contract is very interesting because it describes us as grantors, and it describes all these loan agreements. It describes all kinds of uh, uh, different additional agreements loan agreements that we are participants to and grantors to that we have no idea even exists. And it says basically that we can screw you in every way possible until such, su- such time that the grantor becomes the grantee. And when the grantor becomes the grantee, all the monies then go to the grantee. Well, guess what you signed? When you signed your Fannie and Freddie agreement, what did you sign? You signed a trust agreement as a grantor. So all you've got to do is come back in and say, I'm the grantee. I'm the settler. That's when you take it into equity, so you take everything back. I hope I didn't. Lose. I probably lost everybody in that. No,
1: no, i
3: really good.
0: I hope I didn't. I mean, it, it, it's it's a difficult thing to wrap your head around, but if you think about it, Think about what you sign. You sign these mortgage loan agreements. My God, go back and read your Fannie and Freddie agreement. It's a concealed trust agreement. It's a tri- it's a, it's a copyrighted work. That guess who's uh, it's Fannie and Freddie's not the author of it. Who's the author of that? We are. We're the author of that Fannie and Freddie document. So if we're the author of it, we're the owner of it. So if we're the owner of it, why can't we come back in and say? I'm going to be the settler. I'm the grantor. I'm sorry, I'm the grantor slash settler, and I am going to claim myself as being the grantee. We have all right to do that. Nobody's doing it because we're fighting foreclosure and we're fighting debt when, in fact, we don't have a debt. We should be going after our equity. That's what we need to do. It's a it's a different it's a different it's a different mindset to think of, but that's what we need to do. We have we have yep. to stop. You know, if we want to change this world, we have to start. We have to actually open our eyes and take a look <laughs> yeah. at what's going around us.
3: Wake the and hell up!
0: We, we got to wake the hell up. And, and I'm telling you, and I'll provide anyone the evidence. I'll provide anybody anybody who wants to see the patents. I mean, it's an okay. open door. I mean, it's an open book. It's all around us. You read these patents and you start getting these patents and you realize how we have been manipulated, how, 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 how documents are well, forged, how fabrications are created, yeah. how we are made grantors to innumerable number of patents that we never agreed to, that we never were given consent to, that we, that, that we never had any kind of disclosure of. Nothing. And see, the, the reason why this will work and the reason why uh, that, that we can do this is because There's no way they can defend it. There's no way that they can defend. They can't come back and say uh, that uh, uh, you know. Right now, it's it's we're all debtors. We're all deadbeat debtors and liars and cheats and everything. And that's worked for how many years? It's worked for many many years. You know. So the minute we stand up and say, "No, I don't consent. I didn't agree to this," the minute we start doing that is the minute we start taking things back.
5: And like I said.
0: Like I said, you know, if you go into, if you go into the United States Customs, uh, go in, I invite everybody, open up the United States Customs and Border Protection uh, website. Go to their forms section, and you'll start seeing forms there. For, uh, uh, um, and you start reading these forms, and they're talking about the actual owner. It's, and they're also talking about revocation of powers of attorney. And they're talking about identity theft. These are the forms. These forms are, those forms are oh. made for us.
4: They're yeah. made
0: for you and I. Uh, you go into the SEC, file a T3, um, and there's a whole – I don't have them in front of me right now, but it's a whole other list of forms that we file as, as, the, as, the, as the true beneficiary. See, that's the whole point here. It's we gave everything away through powers of attorney, so now we've got to revoke those powers of attorney and go back and claim our ownership of the assets that are sitting out there. And the reason why we're U.S. Border, uh, Customs and Border Protection <laughs> is because we're operating through the Internet and and ex- and different types of trading exchanges, well, mm-hmm. what happens when we go through a trading exchange? We're taken through a port toll get it port port yeah. we're taken sure. into an international realm, and that's what we are there's no there's no there's no united states citizen we're stateless we're true in in, in the in the economy that they've set up for us in this digital economy. That's, that's built on the Internet, we are truly stateless. The only time that we become United States citizens is when they want to domesticate us so that they can take away our property from us. At all other times, what they've done is they've turned us into all kinds of foreign entities and traveled us all over the world so that they could steal the visas and passports and all the monies and all the credits that underlie that. That's another thing. Go into uh, um, the Secretary of State and open up the Foreign Affairs Manuals and you will be blown away by what you're reading in there. The number of visa classifications is endless. And you know who gets, and you know who's getting all these visa classifications and who's getting the highest status and who's getting all the monies? Bar attorneys.
3: <laughs> Powers of attorney, yeah.
0: Bar attorneys. They're taking everything from us, and they're putting it oh, in their right. own damn pockets, and they're padding their own accounts. The bar you attorneys, know, are, their acts are treasonous, the uniform the the, the, the the um the statutes and, and uh codes that they've devised so these uniform uh acts they're all playbooks and administrative uh, uh, um uh game books for how to screw us yeah you know, you know, the, you know the adventure. The we have a book. whole
3: bunch of people in line with their hands up okay so uh if we can move on that would be good we've sure. gone through an hour already we got an hour left okay <laughs> okay jeff You've been unmuted. Hi. How are you? I haven't talked to you in a long time. You've been My unmuted. Hi.
2: Hi. Yeah, it's been a long time. Are you doing okay? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. How are you doing? Oh, fantastic. Hey, I talked to Sam not too long ago. He's out, you know.
3: Yeah, I know. I told yeah. you.
2: <laughs> oh, oh yeah. You told me. Yeah. Well, he, <laughs> called, he called me when he got out of the halfway house. So. Very good. Anyway. Oh, he's out now? Yeah, he's he's in the halfway house and gonna be uh, completely oh, free uh, right here in October someplace.
3: Fantastic.
2: So great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, your, to your guest, I I, I want to uh, add a little something. If you're going to make a claim, you have to make sure that you use the word
0: property.
2: Because that's what they're stealing from you. Your you, you, is your intellectual property. Yes,
0: a good point. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. There's three kinds of there's three kinds of properties. There's real, personal, and intellectually derived. And you're absolutely right. That's exactly what they're stolen from us. Is our intellectual property.
2: Yeah, okay, very good. I just, just thought I'd toss that in, and off to the next question, Ange, Thanks. Oh, uh,
3: thank you. Nice talking to you, Jeff. I'll see you on thank Skype. You. Thank you.
2: You too, hon. Okay. <laughs> thank you, sir.
3: All right, next up, let's see, we have uh, uh, Northern Virginia, Central Florida, Rick from Southern Illinois, and Budman 459. So first up is Northern Virginia. Go ahead, Northern Virginia, you've been unmuted.
7: Hi, hi, Angela.
3: Hi. Uh, Hi.
7: Hi, thanks for your guest information, and it's true, 100%, I agree with you, and I have been fighting with, uh, for my property for the last three years, and I find in front of my eyes how the document uh, disappears, and I have to go back, and I want to teach people that uh, go find the instrument number and go to learn to go find the instrument number and find the book and page, and you're going to find that, uh, uh, release, uh, release uh, or uh, satisfaction of the mortgage or something. And they hide it from me, but I was able to find it. But uh, still, I have a problem with the court system. The court system, the country recording, everybody gets paid. And for this reason, they don't want within, win. And they uh, remove my uh, hearing from docket. They move it to the another court, they cancel it, they do everything in order. And they call me, uh, sovereign citizen, put me in jail for contempt of the court. They do everything. Oh, my God, you're kidding.
0: And, uh, well, yes. that, happens, that happens quite a bit. What she's talking about happens quite a bit. It they put you in jail?
7: Yeah. Yeah, yep. I just came out of jail uh, two weeks ago for 30 days without trial, without bond, without anything. I was surprised that
0: how they could do that, but well, you know what? Did. Here's what it comes to, Here's why they can do that. They can do that because this is this is why uh, authenticating your birth certificate and recording it to the county is so damn important. It's so important because that's that's when that's when you come back and you say that you have no authority over me anymore. That's what's constitutional now, uh, because what as it is right now, because we because we're floating out there as as lost at sea. And don't have control of our of our of who we haven't we haven't grounded ourselves, a our real living person on the land through this authentication. Uh, we're just incompetent minor adults that are incorporated in the system, and we have no rights. We have absolutely zero rights.
7: Yeah, but doesn't matter. Even you identify your date of uh, birth certificate or whatever they call you sovereign citizen, and they make excuse to put you in jail somehow. I don't know. What do you know about the 1099 OID? <laughs>
0: 1099 OID. That's that's where they come back and they file uh, to take back all the money that should be going to you as the creditor. Exactly. Because, but
7: how we can how we can do work and learn about 1099 OID in order well, to get well? Well,
0: every- to, to, to make claim to the 1099 OID, you got to have authority to do so. Um, and to just claim it—that's yeah—that's why people get thrown in jail because they're just claiming it without authority. Um, there's 1099 A and B's that have to be signed or filed, and there's other filings. There's a whole ton of IRS filings. You want you want to uh, totally upend these people? Uh, they've got—and I, I never knew this about the IRS either. Um, there's a very interesting form that I came across. That's a 1099 form. Oh no, that's actually a W-8 BEN form. Form that is for—and this oh, is yeah. what it says. For humans okay. that's for humans and uh, uh there's a there's a form fifty six uh a fiduciary uh relationship we either form a relationship or you identify or you terminate a relationship that is for humans who's a human you and me i mean I, when I come up and see you no know, the... I went
3: to the wells Fargo bank and yeah. asked them to i I was just testing the waters and asked them to open up an account, and I told them I didn't have a social security number and they gave uh-huh. me a w eight b e n
0: yes Yes, but
3: I did. still didn't open them, but and I was just, you know, testing them. But uh, see, but
0: this, this, these are these are the these are the lines that you're going across to get yourself into the private and to also to report these guys because by doing this and there's a whole series of uh, uh, IRS forms, there's a whole series, they're always 1099. See,
3: I don't want to fill out any of their forms. They're there. No, forms. you know No, we do want to fill out them.
0: their forms. You know okay, why? I- because the, because when we fill out their forms. <laughs> What we're doing is we're we're, we're basically uh, 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 claiming identity theft. We're basically calling their game, and the IRS will pounce on these guys because it is identity theft. All these trust accounts, all these millions of dollars that are accruing in trust accounts, there there there's I, the IRS forms. are filed seven. I think it's uh um, oh gosh, there's so many of them. I can't I can't uh, I mean, think of.
3: Well, what, isn't it better to just write it out yourself? Make your own little you know document you don't need to use their form and, and all like that it's better to handwrite it and make it yourself right
0: well no it's better no it's better to report these guys I mean well, it, I it, mean
3: yeah
0: I mean to report, report the the, 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 for, the forms are there to report these guys here here's the problem okay. the problem is is that we're we're, we're non-human we're, we're we're legal fiction we don't exist because we're we're not we're, we're not human so we have to make ourselves well, human. well I better. don't
3: know about you but well I, you know I
0: in, in the eyes of the way that this functions, um, yes. we're not human. We're, we're just yes. we're just incompetent minor adults. And until yes. we make ourselves human and say, wait a second, I'm taking control of my own assets. These are my assets. These are my my all calf's name and all the uh, 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 the value and all the the assets underneath are mine. I'm taking control of them. See what happened here is they when we sat down and signed those mortgage loans, they got us to sign a little form called w W nine, and I remember the W-9 was told to me as being a verification of Social Security number. Well, guess what? It's not. Pull up, uh, go to your IRS site, pull up your W-9, and pull up the instructions that come with the W-9. And, and, and get ready. And you better be sitting down when you do it because what you did, what we all did when we signed that, is we gave up all our withholdings to third-party bankers, brokers, and financial service people. We gave it all to them, all of it. So in order to take it back, we've got to rebut that, we've got to, uh, and then we've got to report them uh, on uh, uh, the claims that they're taking for our assets and say, wait a second, <laughs> that's not their assets. Those are our assets, and we've got, to, uh, we've got to make claims against them. This is how we're going to bring these people down. By bringing these people down, we've got to play their game, essentially, and uh, 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 report what they've taken from us.
7: Okay, let me ask you a question. They they, they, they auctioned my property on the uh, co- uh, in the court, and then after six months, on the county uh, shows that we sold the property. I said that what's going on? We never want to sell it. We didn't consent it. We don't want it. We don't want to sell it. We want to have it, and we claim the property. How you can put it there that we sold the property for that amount and we'd be liable for tax?
0: Well, yes, yeah, they're hitting you for the taxes on it. They're yeah. hitting you for the taxes. On it. See, here's the, here's the thing. There never was a mortgage loan. There never yeah.
4: was. The 1099-C, I think
0: it is, is the cancellation of debt. Uh, and the 1099-OID is the return, is the redemption of that, yes. of that principal amount. And that redemption of that principal amount should be yours and should be mine. I mean, Why? Yeah. Because there never was a mortgage loan. We lent them the use of our collateral asset, and we never got anything in return. So when they're foreclosing upon us, that money and that 1099-O-R-I-D should be the forms that we're filing and the monies we're getting back. Yes,
7: I agree with you. But how can I tell the court that, okay, you go into I record it? You,
0: you go into equity. You have to go into equity. You have to go in on the, on, the, on, the, on the other side of the court, and you have to go into probate. And you make a probate claim against them, and you probate the estate. And because all that's that and you take it back. You take back everything and that was taken from can, you.
7: How can I learn to do that? How can I? Do-
0: well, there's, yes. there's, there's, there's there's a lot of stuff on my site, on, on my Facebook site. And, and I it's don't hard have to, a
7: Facebook. Do you have
0: a website? Or I am Yeah, I'm going to have a website soon. RTR is putting a website together for me, and uh, that should be up shortly. And all the information will be on there, all the forms, uh, all the patents, and, and a good uh, explanation and diagrams explaining everything that I'm talking about. Can, you, can you send it to Angela's website? I can attach some stuff there, but there's a lot of information. Uh, there's a lot of information. Well, there. you know, it'll she be... means,
3: I think, the link to your website. Oh, yes, Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because right now I have the link to your Facebook page on our website. Right. If you go to the guest speaker's page and click oh. on Ken's name, it'll take okay. you to his Facebook page.
0: And, a, and, Facebook? A pro- and the problem with yeah. Facebook, of course, it, you know, posts everything consecutively, so... Uh, there's a there's a tremendous amount of information and it's wonderful information on it. it explains all of this stuff in great detail. It's not
3: organized, right? The
0: problem with it is it's not organized on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, but it will be under the RTR site, which is being prepared right now, which hopefully will be up in the next week or so.
3: And then if you send me the link to that, I'll put that on your name. I, so I will most
0: it's definitely right. do that. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. Yes.
7: Thank you very much. I appreciate it for your effort. Thank, thank you. Thank you.
3: Thank, thank, you. You. thank, thank you. you. Have a good thank you. weekend. Next thank up you. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) Next up is Central Florida. Go ahead. You've been unmuted. Do you have a question for our guest speaker, Ken Dost?
8: Yes, I do. I do. Um, And you're explaining, is there a way at the beginning of the mortgage for the buyer, because a seller gets a check. Somehow, if I buy a house from Bob and I get a mortgage, well, Bob gets a check for whatever I bought it for. That check came from somewhere. Is there a way to it was supposed to be from you, sort of, that you borrowed it. Is there a way to track your promissory note and add the forms or sign the forms in such a manner, sign it as author instead of signature, so to speak? Well, and get that to the discount window that that complies with the bankruptcy where we can claim ourselves alive and living at the same time through the process.
0: Well, here's what they've done. What they've done is they've created a clear violation of the accounting rules, um, and the accounting rules specifically is FINRA FAS 140-3. Now, because these are not mortgage loans, because it's an installment lease to a future repurchase, uh, this, uh, the books have to be, uh, in accordance with FINRA FAS 140-3, has to be accounted for in the same books. Well, what they did is they split the ledger apart. Okay, and, and so you've got a public ledger, you've got a public side, you've got a private side. So the only way to really bring this together is to bring this into equity and to bring it into probate. Uh, once you bring it into probate, then you force the books together because now you have an interest as the live person, as the executor of the estate, uh, uh, you have interest in uh, um, those accounts. So basically you go after disgorgement. And that's, uh, on that side of the coin, that's when you bring all the patents in, and you say and you as the grantor and you start cracking open their books. You can't do this on the at law side. It's impossible. You can't because if you bring a if you bring the um that other side of the books into the public forum, then you're you're um that's where people get in trouble because now you now you're belligerent and now you're exposing trade secrets and state secrets. So you have to do this on the private side.
8: So at the purchasing table when the uh guy's getting a mortgage buying a house from another guy. There is no method in that process. You got to take the purchasing of the home
0: to a, a to court. If I was going to sign, if I was no, if I was going to sign a mortgage loan, I would I would sign it and I would I would put it down in conditions to say I want a I want my separately managed account and I want a broker because I know what you're doing. I know you're separating the books. I know that you're uh, profiting off of me immensely. I know that, you separate, that, that, that you're creating separately managed accounts to my estate, and I'm not going to sign this mortgage loan unless I have my own account number, that separately managed account, and I have a broker to, to do transacting and trading through. Otherwise, I'm not going to sign the mortgage loan, period.
3: You can take off with the da- documentation, take it home or take it to a lawyer and go through I'll it all and make lawyer, all the changes you want. They could talk, but put all the changes you want on it and then sign it and then
0: yeah, give them a copy. If they, if they don't take done, it, then, you know, but see, that's the point of our responsibility. You know, we're, <clears> we're so easily to sign these agreements without understanding what underlies it that we're putting ourselves into a system uh, that we're getting screwed at. And we've got to recognize that's what's happening. And so in order to, to, to take back this system, you know, we cross out and make changes to, uh, accordingly. And if they don't accept that's it, right. then, then that's
2: screw true. Right. Well, they okay. will accept
3: it. They have no choice in the matter once they once you've got the paperwork in hand, it's only your signature anyway. That's all they're looking for is your signature once you sign it, you've agreed to whatever's on there and If you've made all the changes and you give it to them, it's too late. They got to take it
0: well, there you go. there you go there you go and understand also too um that uh what they're doing with these uh with these paper documents they're destroying them instantly. They're turning these documents into electronic format, and but right. worse, what they're doing is they're turning your signature into a digital signature and a cryptographic private key. And what is that's the whole it,
3: purpose of the DT, DDC, CCT, you know,
0: to get rid of paperwork? Well, that's what MERS was based on. MERS was based on a book entry system just like DTC was set up on, and that's so that everything functions through an electronic book entry. And they destroy all the papers. And part of the electronic book entry is creating your signature, again, without your knowledge, into a cryptographic public and private key. Well, of course, the public key is what they hold your debt to. The private key is what they're stealing and creating all those annuities underneath. That's the private key. That's the key that we want to bring together. And the only way to bring that together is behind closed doors, in private, and in probate and in exclusive equity. So if we all did that, so here, here, here's, here's, you know, I've got a lot of anger. I know a lot of, I know a lot of people <laughs> out there got a lot of anger towards the banks.
2: And rightly so,
0: if you ask me. Yep. I mean, geez. But think about it for a minute. Think about this for a minute. If we can get down, if we can get all on the same page, and we can all understand, or, or, you know, progressively start to understand, we start getting uh, complaints in there that are inequity. We start going, and we all start going into equity. It's a silent way to go about this because I know that I would love to drag these guys out in public and just castrate these sons of bitches, pardon my French. Um, I would love to do that. But think about it this way. If we all went into equity and we all started filing claims and we went through the back door as we should be and we all, and we all start taking responsibility for ourselves as we should as live beings, live human beings with our real and true name, and what, what better revenge is there because what happens here? In a foreclosure case, for every for, if, I, if I represent $1, okay, if I'm evicted, I'm foreclosed on, I'm evicted, that spawns about $1,000 in different kinds of bond issues and, and uh, pension issues and all kinds of other uh, um, uh, perks for the state and state employees and state agencies. So what happens if we all start going into equity and all of a sudden we start, there's no more foreclosures, right? So what's happening now? Now there's no money that's filling the state coffers. The state coffers, and, and all, of course, all these state coffers outside of the pensions and everything, all these public bond issues are, 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 um, are being fed off of foreclosures. So now the, now the, now the states are going to start clamoring because they're losing money. They're going to start clamoring at the banks, like through level three communications and, and these transmitting utilities. And who's caught in the middle? Bar attorneys. So what's going to happen? These bar attorneys are going to do what? They're going to eat each other. What better revenge is there?
3: I'd love to see that. <laughs>
0: I mean, seriously, if, if you think about it, that's the best way to do this. The best way to do this, because it's their system. They set up this administration system that's right. that screws us. I mean, I'm, like I said, really, pull out uniform, another act to pull out. pull out. Pull up and read the Uniform Simultaneous Death Act. Pull up and read the Uniform Transfers to Minors Act. Wait a minute, the, what
3: was the first one? The Uniform what?
0: Uniform Simultaneous Death Act.
3: Simultaneous
0: then, Debt? Simultaneous Death Act. Death. And What they what they equated to, equate okay. equate to is they equate it
3: death. Death. Okay.
0: Simultaneous death. What they equated to is they equated to husband spouse dying within a certain period of time from each other, uh, a couple hours or something. But what they what they're also referring to and what they make men- mention of in other acts. Is they're they're referring to our our not our actual physical death, but our legal death, and so what happens is when they pull people in the foreclosure, what they're really doing to in a in a pretend judicial uh, matter, which really is just administrative. What they're really doing is they're finding you or us or whoever. Uh, as being financially incapacitated. Well, if it's a husband and spouse, it's, uh, um, uh, it's, it's uh, um, uh, a simultaneous death because you've been, once you've been find, found financially incapacitated, you're essentially deemed as legally dead and mm. civilly dead. You become a ward of the state. So what happens behind your back is these bar attorneys are filing through um, the uniform. There's another one for you. A uniform uh, transfers to minors act. Which is, now they, which is how they steal your estate beneficiaries and kill off your beneficiaries so they can uh, take claim to all your public benefits and all, to all your private annuities that they've amassed uh, 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 and accrued. It's all administrative. Well, wait, wait,
3: wait. What was that, Transfers to minors un-
0: Act? U- uniform, uh, uniform to Miners Transfers Act.
3: Uniform to minors. Okay. Miners Transfer
0: Act. Now, this has direct correlation Remember that, remember that indenture I spoke of earlier? The Merrill Lynch indenture? The Merrill Lynch yeah. indenture specifically talks about how to initiate foreclosure and what to do with foreclosure. And really? it specifically says, okay, well, you're going to fabricate an assignment and you're not going to, you're not going to notarize it. Really? Yes, really? you're going to fabricate an assignment. You're going to issue a will-be-debt opinion letter, which is issued by one of these scumbucket attorneys saying that you're a deadbeat debtor. And that uh, um, the minute that that is issued, that's what spurs off what's called ma- nationalization, which means that you automatically go into receivership, federal receivership, which spurs all these bonds. Okay. And then also talks about, oh, we're going to also split the accounts. So we're going to split off the debt and we're going to hide all of the benefits uh, because we're creating this will be debt opinion. And the transfer is done by a Uniform Transfers to Minors Act, which means that you've agreed to abandon your estate. It's all laid out there. It, every, uh, the whole scheme is laid out. It's just that we don't know where to look for it.
3: Right. So I mean, you've discovered all this stuff. It's very interesting and very. I'm I'm so glad you did. I'm going to look up all these.
0: We can so burn these people to the ground if we do it yeah. right. I mean, we've got to. We've got to. But we've got to. We've got to stop fooling ourselves. We've got to stop thinking that we can fight these guys on the at-law side. We can't. There's no way that we can because we've got to bring together that, that other side of the books. The other side of the books shows that we're wealthy, that we're very wealthy. Our, our states have massive value in it, but that's what this is about. When you get down to it, this is a common law trespass to a theft of a state. It's, it's despicable, and, it's, and at the head of this thing is Merrill Lynch, Merrill Lynch is the guys that are the guys that organize this Merrill Lynch now this, this is how it 's set up it 's just set up just like I said earlier it 's set up as a, as, a, as a hierarchy
4: Has anyone
0: ever night.
3: filed a lawsuit against Merrill Lynch for a theft of their intellectual property and their you know whatever
0: I would never file a, I, I would never file a case for him on the ant law side because it would go on forever because you would go up against a curtain of attorneys. Why do that? Well, but you know, I mean,
3: if, you're, if you take the to, if you make the claim as a man, I, well, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. But it well, sounds you know, I would like
0: love to, I would love to see a huge. You know, <laughs> I don't think that. I don't. Think, a lot of people that are a lot of people are participatory to this. For instance, let's go back down to the county level. The county level, uh, uh, the employees there are being directed to alter records. They're being directed to divorce people, essentially to kill people off, okay? By, by a computer entry, and they have no clue what they're doing. They're just doing what their job entails them to do. Okay. You know, want to get that check? <laughs> but exactly. But now, see what happens now is now. Now that if we start informing these people and saying, "Hey, do you know that you're participatory to fraud? You're cre- you're 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 you're, you're uh, participant to creating irreparable harms to people." by altering their status and then going back and deleting it out. You know, I don't think a lot of these people are doing this as mindless idiots as part of their job, and they have no clue what they're actually doing. Right, same right. thing goes up through Department of Homeland Security. The same thing goes up with uh, U.S. Customs uh, and Border Protection. You know, a lot of these people are just doing their job because that's what their job is. But what right. they're coming out of the public
3: so they don't care.
0: Well, it's not that they don't care. They don't know.
3: They, don't, they have no well,
0: clue that they're a, part of, uh, a participant of fraud.
3: But what if they were
0: made aware that, hey, do you realize that every time that you're uh, 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 changing a person's status from a, parent, from a uh, husband and wife to a parent-parent, uh, that what you're doing is you're destroying a person's life? You're, you're, you're contributing to uh, a person losing their estate because of your actions. Now, now what do you have here? Now what you've done is you've informed uh, a mindless idiot that what their actions are are fraudulent, and now all of a sudden, now they've got a decision to make, don't they? they have well, decisions. you know,
3: it huh? depends. Some of them probably won't think about it after, you know, two seconds after them
0: But then there are some,
3: though, that you, when you plant but, but, the seed, but, but, it grows, and But, that's, but, now that, that's, but that's not
0: the point. The point is, is, now that you've informed them, now that they're informed, right. they have a legal obligation and a moral obligation just do something about it. If they do, if they choose to book the other way and continue on as as they've been doing, then they're personally liable.
3: Central Florida, is that it for you?
8: Um, yeah. So, but one Did
3: question: you have any other? Could, Go ahead.
8: Could you submit IRS forms with your mortgage application that brings you what what you should be getting instead of the uh, brokers?
0: Well, here's what I would do: I would not sign the W nine. Yes. Uh, to answer your question, yes, you would file all kinds of other forms. Um, there's, there's, there's too many, numerous ones that, that to mention that, that off the top of my head. But yes, there's several other forms you should be filing. An IRS, uh, 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 a form 56. Uh, there's there's um, oh god. There's there's dozens of well not dozens but there's there's a good dozen forms that you would want to file um, so that you can secure your benefits and secure your status essentially and secure your estate. Uh, the one form that you do not want to sign is you do not want to sign that W-9, because that's, that eliminates you as a United States citizen, and, and, and under United States citizen, you have absolutely no rights whatsoever. And, you, and also what you've done through that W-9, like I said, pull it up, pull up the instructions for it, and, you, and like I said, sit down, because when you read it, you're going to see that by signing that W-9, you gave everything away. So to answer your question, yes, there are IRS forms to file, and I would not, I would not under any conditions – sign that w-9 that they put in front of you
8: okay and you mentioned a court case something versus cls international oh, bank. Um,
0: yes that was a patent case that was a um, united states supreme court case i'm going to say it was 2015 it might have been 2014 it was uh, alice party corporation versus cls bank and it's a okay, huge lawsuit. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, not a, not a lawsuit. It's a huge ruling um, that if, if, if pe- more people understood about it, I mean, it really destroys. What that ruling does, it destroys all these patents, all of them. It destroys them because every patent that we're talking about here, everything that's happening to us, let me put it this way. There is no such thing as a present-day transaction, period. There is no such thing as a car loan. There is no such thing as a mortgage loan. It's all rent payments that is that's kicked down the road to a future clearing. Okay? Now what that case talks about is that clear case says that all future clearings, as we're talking about here, are abstract and therefore not patentable. Well if that's the case then all these patents that they've used to destroy us are in effect destroyed. They're gone. I know this is a ruling that they don't want people to know about. They don't want people to talk about this ruling. They've buried this ruling as deeply as they could. The point is, is the, the, what we need to do is we need to bring this ruling up front and put it. What a, was that
3: case? What was that called again?
0: Uh, um, Alice Party Corporation versus A-L-I-C-E. C.L.S. Bank. Alice, as in as as in as in uh, um, the Honeymooners. Alice.
3: A.L.I.C.E.
0: Yes. Party Corporation. Versus C, as in Cat, L, as in Lou, S, as in Sam, Bank.
3: CLU Bank?
0: CLS Bank. CLS. CLS. Cat, Louie, Sam.
3: Okay. Got it. Thank you. Well, thank you. Okay. Alice Party Corp versus V... C-L-S Bank. Correct. I just wanted to get it up on the chat window here. Okay. Thank you, Florida. Next up is Rick from Southern Illinois. Hi, Rick. Did you have a question for Ken Dost?
9: Yes, I did. Uh, Good evening, Angela. I hope you had a wonderful week.
3: Thank you. Uh. Same to you.
9: Ken, you you had brought up something here. I'm I'm new to understanding this stuff uh, about eight months or so, and you had brought up uh, the all cap name there. Yes. And I think it was a YouTube video or something that I saw. Uh, somebody had said uh, claim your name, and apparently yes. you can go in. There. The way I understood, it, I didn't take too much attention to it, but as I'm learning, I'm paying more and more attention. Basically, you can go into any court if it's a traffic torque or whatnot, and you can basically say, "Great, we have the executor, the trustee, and the beneficiary here," Mm -hmm. and you can pretty much just claim your name right then and there, couldn't you? Is that how much true is that?
0: Well, the problem with if the problem with doing that—that's where we start getting into mixing up uh, the—you can't mix apples and oranges. If you claim the executor status, uh, then you damn well better not file any kind of commercial claim because you'll end up in jail. Uh, because that's you're mixing uh, equity and well, you're, you're basically uh, mixing the private and public. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I, I'm very hesitant about doing anything. I, I can go right now. I can, I can put a paper out there and claim executor status. Uh, but if I do that, then i got to be real careful. If I file any kind of commercial claim, if I file the UCC-1, uh, I'm going to be in trouble. Um, you can't mix apples and oranges. Uh, so, yes, you can do that. But I would, I would suggest, like I said, I'm not an attorney, um, and this is not legal advice, but this is everything. This is the facts. These are the facts as, as they're being laid out before you. Um, I would uh, uh, be more inclined to go through the back door through equity, uh, to go in, yes, as the grantor, settler, um, grantee, beneficiary, but I would kind of hold off on claiming that executor status and making that public uh, because that's where you start getting in trouble. You have to be very careful how you, how you, how you execute that.
9: I haven't really, you know, researched it, but you know, uh, when you brought up about the LCAP name, and that it dawned on me about hearing that before, you know. So if you go into any, uh, you, you said that your uh, county clerk there, in regards to your birth certificate, uh, if you authenticate that birth certificate, would that be in a, in a sense claiming?
0: the Oh well, yeah, that's what you're doing. What you do then is you take that and you record that with a. Um a reconveyance and, and record it back onto the land in the county. The problem is a lot of counties won't record it. They refuse to rec- record anything to do with the birth certificate. So what I did, um, uh, what I, when, you, when you authenticate your birth certificate, you get a, um, uh, you do so through the uh, Secretary of State in the state that you were born. And then you do it through uh, the Secretary of State, uh, John Kerry. Uh, then what I've done is I've taken the cover sheet I haven't taken the birth certificate, I've just taken the cover sheet, the uh from the Secretary of State, John Kerry, and I submitted that uh with uh affidavit of reconveyance and recorded that with the county. And they actually recorded it. I just got it recorded this past week.
9: Will you have that on your uh website when you get it up there in a couple of yes, weeks? All, yeah,
0: all that stuff will be on my website. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. All
9: right. Well thank you for your time.
0: Thank all you. Thank you.
3: Thank you. And we're going to move on now. Next up is Budman, 459. You've been
1: unmuted. Yes, hi, Angela. This is Scott in Lubbock. Hi, Scott. uh, Hello, Ken. Um, you had mentioned on your last talk that uh, the case you filed with Bob Locke, You you made a comment that you used a ten dollars money order in the equity court, and they cashed the the ten dollars. Can you explain the, what what the relevance of that was? Well,
0: that that goes back to your that goes back to the bond. Your bond in your case, and uh, if the, if the court cashes it, then they've accepted your case. Um, and, and so when I put my exclusive equity package in. Uh, it was with a $10 postal money order and a two-dollar bill, and uh, they did cash it. And, and when they did cash it, uh, that, that means that they've accepted the case and they've, and they've accepted your bond. Um, so that basically that basically locks them into taking your case, and you're on, on and you're in the equity side now. Um, now some people will say, and I know Anna says this, um, and a few other people say this, that it goes back to the uh, 1802, I think it's 1802 excise tax uh, that is being paid. Um now I don't know I don't know if that's necessarily true or not. The way I understand it's just bonding your case. Um but you know when you go in on the equity side you're going in on a whole different level now. Now you're going into in camera with the judge and you're not in this at law side anymore.
1: So the ten dollars not for anything specific. You just give them ten dollars. No, 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 no the ten dollars is
0: very specific. A ten dollars, a ten dollar postal money order. When they cash it, they're accepting the. You're, that you're, they're accepting your bond. You're bonding your so case. So you
1: you put you put on there. This is uh, on the money order. You put bond in the memo or something.
0: Uh, no, I just put it. This just this is a ten dollar money order paid to the county of in my case, Columbia County, uh, and then stapled next to that a two Chris, two dollar bill. And uh, uh when they cash that ten dollar money order they've accepted your bond because that's your bond you're bonding your case with that ten dollar money order. You don't call it what's, a bond, you what's, just what's the
3: what's the purpose of the two dollar bill?
0: Um that's a good question that I don't know the answer to. That I don't know the answer to. I just know that. Are that you telling me you
3: did something that you didn't know what you were doing?
0: I did w you know, I did at one point in time. I don't know what it was for. Now it had to do with bonding the case and 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 uh, the court accepting the case. It was it was a, a part of getting into exclusive equity. Now, see, now here's the thing. Now, now we don't necessarily. I'm finding out that we don't necessarily even need to do that uh, because we can we can go ahead and 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 just file directly uh, with a decree once we get our authentications in line and we get our private trust in line. We can file a decree with the probate court uh, so that we can – or I'm sorry, a petition with the probate court so that we can get decreed as being the sole owner and beneficiary of the all-caps name and uh, uh, um, with us as the living person uh, being the, um, uh, uh, the beneficiary of that. And that's, and that's proving successful in several cases.
3: Guest 13 here is saying that they were backed in silver. The two dollar bills. I thought only the dollar bills were, but uh, that's interesting. Maybe that's the answer.
0: Well, the other one was another another way to go into equity was with a a silver dollar. Um, but, yeah. if you're using, but if you're using your if you use an authenticated birth certificate uh, for full faith and credit, which is what it which what it is when when uh, John Kerry um, uh, authenticates it, then you can forego that, from what I understand.
3: Ah. Uh-huh. Okay.
1: Is that it for you,
3: Budman?
0: Uh,
1: no, uh, have you come across uh, this uh, accepting the deed that we used to hear about? Is, is there any relevance to that that you're aware of?
0: Yeah, accepting the deed, but I wouldn't do it for value um, <laughs> because that's what gets people in trouble. Um, you're not accepting it for value. You're accepting it for substantial consideration and value because there is substantial consideration of value attached to it. People that people – that, uh, now, I've, I've known people that have accepted it for a uh, uh, um, value of $10, and a lot of those people have ended up in jail or ended up uh, charged with a felony um, because you, you, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not for value because it, it, you have to claim it for substantial value because it is of, of, of substantial value. So, yes, there is pertinence to that, absolutely. I mean, I did that on the filing I did last week. Um, which was accepting the deed for a substantial and cons- for a substantial consideration and value. And I didn't put a dollar figure on it, I just said substantial consideration and value.
1: All right. You had um is is this with the new information that you've learned, is this also there's some opportunities for a non securitized loan at a at a, a local bank that doesn't have... Everything's
0: securitized. Everything's securitized. Your, your signature is the securitization. There is no loan. There never was a loan. The securitization is your signature. Your, your signature is what securitizes everything. But it's, they, they've lied to us about securitization. Securitization is our signature. And whatever they can derive from that signature, meaning whatever patent they can come up, whatever trademark good they can come up, whatever financial uh, 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 screw-you investment they can come up with, our signature is the securitization. uh, As
1: far as setting up an equity court, I think that's the same. You know, I have a a federal habeas case going in, of course. They won't rule on it. It's been there for uh, like a year, and I've heard of other people. They'll sit there for a couple of years, which is fine because it, it ties it up at least. Uh, it makes it, it – I mean, I, I think there's a benefit to me. But um, the, I wonder if I should have um, tried to set up an equity court like similar to you did or or maybe like uh, uh, J- the Joseph and um, – I can't say the names offhand – where they talk about um, using um, – uh, Redeemed lawful money um, to to put you in a different venue, would that?
0: Well, when you go, when so, you go into, when you go into equity, what you're doing is is your, is your, is, your, is your, it's a whole different body of law. It, it go, it's the law of nature, and uh, you, it abides by the law uh, the, the maxims of equity and uh, um, uh, good faith and clean hands. And of course, when you go into when you go into equity, and you can show. Uh, that that you have superior – nobody has nobody has more superior title than you. Nobody does. Well, you're, you're, the, the, you're, the,
1: pro- the problem is, of course, if, number one, you know, they want me to pay $5. What's the purpose of that $5? Why isn't it free? I mean, $5 is, is a hidden – did it give them jurisdiction is the point. And so even though I tried to set up an equity court, I'm I'm wondering if, if I failed some way. I.
0: You should have uh, uh, paid it $5. I don't know why, you, why should have, they shouldn't have accepted it in uh, uh, equity court. Or if you're going into probate. You know, you're going into either exclusive equity or into probate, which is kind of one and the same, but not not really. But, uh, um, uh, you know, you go to probate, you're talking uh, about – everything we're talking about has to do with uh, uh, probate and equity to the estate, everything. So um, – you know whatever the filing fees are to go into probate, just pay the damn filing fees um, if it's if it's to get you into probate. Um, if you're going into exclusive equity, um, then you're going in the back door. And uh, um, uh, in my case, I used a ten dollar bill and uh, I'm sorry, a ten dollar money order and two dollar bill. But you can use the authentication because that's super- nobody has a more superior title than that. So any kind of fees or anything should attach and be bonded with that.
1: Okay. Well, the last. Thing that I just wanted to mention that that uh, you know I'm not a human.
0: You're not. And
1: no, I'm not. I was in no, I was not. in None court. Of us are. <laughs> well,
0: no, I was let's in court. say, let's a, not a say a, we are.
1: I, I told them I wasn't a person. They said, "Well, are you a human?" I said, "Well, I don't know. I have to." So I went and looked it up, and a uh, uh, human is uh, means that you evolved from a Homo uh, erectus into a Homo sapien, which of course evolved from a monkey, which. It just means you believe in evolution. So if you if you believe in God and then, then you can't be a human.
0: Well, <laughs> you're, you know, a you're, you're, you're a man. You're a biological human being. You're a biological living, breathing, blood flowing through the veins. Take off. Just take, uh, off, just
3: take off the hue. You can be a man or a woman. You don't need the hue on there. The hue makes you colorable. <laughs>
0: Right. Well, yes, yes, yes. It's well. It's when you get into a de- a definitions of a person, and uh, uh, you know, the, there's the, there's the person, and, and then there's the person, the capital person. Um, you know, it's it's it, it's it's really the way that they've got that. It really everything really does hinge on this this, uh, for lack of better terms, life death issue uh, to whether uh, to to our living blood person and our legal fiction. Everything really does hinge on that. It really really does. And what they've got is they've got us uh, blended together when in fact we should be separate because we are separate our our living uh, uh, uh breeding person is uh, is, our, uh, um, uh, is our um is uh, our um um uh, uh, trade name our estate though is the all caps name yes yeah.
1: well thank you Angela, and thank you ken is there any other way to follow your information other than your when your website comes out and your uh facebook
0: yeah there's, there's a well i could yeah a whole yeah you can go through go through the patents uh, start opening up and looking at patents. Uh, start cracking open the trademarks and start looking at uh, uh, different uh, uh, financial goods of Merrill Lynch and the, the security agreements that that are uh, they're under. Um, that that really starts to educate people and open your eyes. Also, go to the U.S. copyrights and start reading about copyrights, and you'll find yourself amazed at what's there and and what and what we need to do. Uh, to uh, claim our copyright back is really what this is. This is control of the copyright. This is the control of license over our copyright, which is our signature.
3: All right. Okay. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. All righty. Next up, smoking a bowl. Bowler, you've been unmuted.
10: Hi. Hi, Ken. Hi, Angela. Hi. Can you hear me? Yep. Hey, I, I found myself uh, at an auction on the courthouse steps. And uh, I know that thing's fraudulent. I was kind of curious if uh, you still have that foreclosure case going in Seattle. And you didn't mention the lawyer's name before. Maybe I could get that from you on Facebook if you're willing. But um, And then whether you're available as an expert witness for other cases also.
0: Well, eventually, yeah. Eventually, I, I would like to uh, uh, be an expert witness. I don't think that. I think on the at law side, I think it's kind of a, a, uh, is it, is kind of a, a dead issue, really, um, because this is you can't bring any of this stuff in at the at law side um, because you're dealing with uh, the, the issue, all the issues that we're dealing with have to do with the private side, and you can't mix private and public together. Uh, that's what that's one of the reasons why we have to go through the back door into the equity. Now, that being said. Um, if there was a, uh, if there was a, um, and I hope that I hope there will be uh, some class, some yeah, some class actions uh, against the banks um, for for identity theft, for RICO, for God, ident- for uh, trespass, for all kinds—I mean, numerous, numerous crimes. Uh, then yeah I, yeah, I would love to sit and, and be an expert witness because I think I'd make a great expert witness. I don't yeah, think that. Guys... Sorry. I I don't think that. I think. That very few people know about these patents, and that's really sad, because everything that we're dealing with has to do with these patents. Everything. I don't think that half these legislators have a clue that these patents even exist, and the patents. Uh, we need to bring uh, worldwide attention to these patents and uh, uh, get people to start reading these patents and becoming experts at these patents, because that's what we're. That's everything we're dealing with.
10: Yeah, these people—they literally. Stole this house from a dead woman, ousted the heirs, and ousted the tenants, and it's sitting here rotting.
0: Yeah, well, you know why? Yeah, because yeah, of course it is, and it's still it's still sitting. And the title's still sitting in that person that they kicked out of the house. It's still sitting in their name, uh, and that's why you got to go back through it on equity because uh, equity doesn't uh, afford a volunteer, and uh, they can't perfect the title. Um, they can't do it. They can't do it, and they're taking all the tax credits. They're taking all the they've they bled the estate essentially, and they're still bleeding the estate. Everything that we're dealing with here is derived value through uh, uh, ownership, or not. Uh, let me revise that. Not ownership, but control of our signature, control of our, of our identity, and some control by license. So that's what we have to start that's what we have to look to to start taking back. We can't fight this thing by by uh, by uh, default of a foreclosure or default of a mortgage loan because that's not what we're dealing with here. You know you've got these servicers that that uh, uh, keep coming after people and and we all, what we do is we say, "Well, how the hell did Bank of America uh, get the assignment of this of this so called mortgage loan from Wells Fargo Well, it's because there was never an assignment of a mortgage. It's an assignment of a mortgage, yes, but it's an assignment of a license to copyright. And until we can get that copyright to transfer to us and transfer, meaning being recorded to the U.S. copyrights, then they have exclusive licensing rights over us. So we've got to take back our copyright. This is all about intellectual properties, everything we're talking about.
10: So this is up in Washington in a non-judicial state in the Olympia area. And uh, so you're saying, like, handle it in the private side?
0: Yes, I would handle it on the private side. I would start, and this is stuff start that that will be on the website once the website comes up, which hopefully, like I said, is going to be very, very soon, uh, documents that we're talking about uh, uh, to to approach this from. Um, and like I said, again, i got to say this so I don't get in trouble. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not an attorney, and this isn't legal advice. I don't want anybody coming after me and saying, I'm practicing law without a license because I'm not. Yeah,
10: that goes without well, saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right, and and you know what's sad about that is it, it really is sad because the people that are supposed to be practicing law are the ones that have stolen law and they have stolen right. everything. You know, so this isn't about uh, um, uh, practicing law without a license. This is about putting out the facts for people to uh, pick and choose from and uh, to to go after to get their to get their property back.
2: Look at your Nick Did you picture on it? I blue
0: That's not my phone. I don't know. Yeah, I can't. That's distant. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, that was know, money.
3: Mike's phone. Sorry.
0: I, I would start filing. I would start filing uh, um, uh, rebuttals into the county. I would start filing. Uh, uh, first, first thing I would do. Very first thing I would do is file with the county and uh, do a revocation of all powers of attorney, all prior powers of attorney, and all signatures. revoke it instantly. Uh, I would also submit uh, um, uh, the Treaty of Ghent. And the Red Cross convention, uh, and get that into the county record or get that into the court record, because a well, government, because under the War Powers Act, uh, uh, we're not, you know, we're under, we're under the War Powers Act, but we're 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 civilians, we're civilian POWs, and under the uh, treaty of Ghent, which is a which is a perpetual peace agreement, they cannot, government cannot take uh, 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 from us, and what they take, they have to give back.
10: So that's well, I would be. POWs. I would be a third party on this. I'm like looking at claim of right, color of title, sit back and wait for a Liz pendants.
0: Well, that's what you know, but see that if you if you if you file if you file into the court, open up a case and uh file Liz pendants, that stops them as well.
4: Oh, you, I do whatever you can myself. you gotta do whatever okay. you
0: can to stop these guys. And uh, um, there's there's multiple avenues to stop these people. Uh, the one avenue that's not going to work and never will work will be taking these guys on the head on as a as a debt. It's just not you can't win. Okay. Well, thanks
10: for your time. Thanks uh, you're as welcome. always, Angela. Appreciate it.
3: Thank you. I'm glad you uh, came on the call. Okay. Next up is guest thirteen. You've been unmuted.
11: Yeah, hello? Go ahead. Hi. Okay, how are you doing? Uh, first thing Hi. I just want to mention to you, Angela, is uh, you were asking about, you know, how uh, Wells Fargo, how they were making money. If you watch Elizabeth Warren go on YouTube, her uh, drilling the CEO, what he was doing, like I said, you open up the accounts so it looks good to the stock market and the things grow up. And the shareholders, which ah, the CEO yeah. has a big thing, he makes okay. all this extra money.
3: All right. The stock so goes the up. So the stock goes up
11: so that yeah. he, he makes all this money so Libs Warren said they're going after him to give all the money back since he was a CEO. No, so well he
3: should give all that they should distribute that money to all the people they opened up accounts
11: for. Yeah, yeah. But you, know, so that's
3: you that's know, they, what they made the money uh, going on. on
0: what he's saying, uh, that's what they, they they do an initial uh, uh, IPO uh yeah. to uh for, for instance for a mortgage loan. What they're doing is you're not they're not giving you any money they're taking they're, they're it off the books and taking it to the other side of the ledger, and they're selling it in the open market in, in a in, a, in a series in an investment series for uh, full amortized So In other words, they're selling a $350,000 principal amount for a full 30-year amortization. So if that's like $3.5 or whatever it's for, and they're pocketing that. And, then and I'll bet doing, you that
3: all of the banks did it, not just Wells Fargo. All of the banks did, but then they what they're pumped. doing
0: – then what they're doing, though, to, show, to push the debt off onto us, they're, they've intentionally, like own a mortgage, that was an intentional bankruptcy. That was an, that was an exit strategy so that they, can go, they go bankrupted, they cast aside all their executory contracts, and it puts all the debt onto us because we were partners with them. Of course, we never knew it, but we were partners with them, and then they, then they, then they skate through bankruptcy and because we're dealing with intellectual properties, they pull all these uh, um, uh, all these contracts into the private, and that's how they get away with it.
11: Yeah. Okay. I have a thing for you, Ken. Okay. Say you have a a, a parent. Okay. They yes. they've been paying in a mortgage. You know, they didn't the house isn't uh, paid for. Okay, and they die. Okay, everything goes into probate, right? Yeah. So how do you how do you keep the banks from coming to take the house? You if, got, well, you, if, you, you got, if you're, uh, you know, if she has, if they have a will or whatever, and everything's will to you or whatever, and you know they're going to come out to the house or take try to take the house, how do you keep uh, them from doing that? What do, what would you do?
0: Well, what I would do is I would again go into the private. I would, I would get myself uh, um um uh, uh, uh in probate. I would go out, I would go after and disgorge all the uh, concealed uh, trusts that have been established. Uh, and you can and you can you can uncover this. Through the various patents, and you can uncover this through uh, just the mechanisms by which they operate. Through Uh, and that's just kind of having an understanding of how they're how they're executing these things, because everybody everybody has uh, dozens of trust accounts. Uh, um, I mean, how many times have you heard uh, of? uh, Well, one instance comes to mind of a of a a Walmart employee who had died, and uh, um, his wife got the insurance monies from it. She ended up losing her house though because. It wasn't enough to, that there was greater debt there than there was in his state. And she ended up losing her house. And then she found out that uh, he was insured for like $50 million from Walmart. And Walmart made $50 million off of his death. It's the same thing we're dealing with here. Uh, so we've got to go after those accounts because those accounts are uh, specifically attached to us. Um, and uh, through uh, uh, powers of attorney that were given to these people that we never gave them.
11: Okay. okay.
0: It's an, it's, an, it's an incredible, incredible identity theft. Absolutely yeah. incredible. And, and really what it comes down to is, take. again, you have to take control of, uh, of, your, of, your, of your live person, so to speak, uh, and then take control of uh, the all-caps name because that is your estate. Everything that's trading, everything that's being accumulated is through that all-caps uh, 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 trading entity, the corporation that they've created behind our yes. backs. We are a corporation. Uh, uh, My name, Kenneth William Doss, in all caps, is a
11: corporation. Yeah, I saw, you know, I'm I'm speaking of like, my mom. You know, I've seen her paperwork she has all set up like in a will thing, and I'm looking at the documents, you know, about the mortgage and everything, and and it shows, you know, the bank as the trustee, the truster, the beneficiary. They have them listed for everything on there.
0: Yep. Well, you know, the problem, when they they did the final death to Glass-Steagall in, what was it, 1999 or 2000, uh, that that allowed the banks to function with insurance companies again, which was what, of course, led to the um, uh, Great Depression. Uh, When they did that, now all of a sudden, now you've got uh, the banks set up bank bank employee insurance policies. So the insurance policies that they're setting up with these employees are, are trust accounts that they're stealing from us. But, and it's also up to banks, okay. and everybody benefits from it i mean you, you know you, you, if you if you think you're worth one dollar you're wrong to them you're worth a hundred thousand dollars because that's how many times they've insured you that's how many times that they've uh, uh that, that that they've valued your, your your in other words what they've done here when when they push it towards foreclosure, for instance, what they're doing is that the further that they push you into bankruptcy, the more money and the more valuable you become. Why? Because that's their highest payout, is seeing you dead, not whether it's by actual death or by uh, uh, financially incapacitated uh, uh, legal death that they've driven people into.
3: Yeah, but wasn't the bank – I mean, if the property reverts back to the bank, don't they have to give you the equity for it?
0: Right, yeah, that's what money was, right.
3: money that's been paid in?
0: Well, yeah. Well, yeah, technically speaking, yeah, but I mean, how How you, you – know, how are you going to get that though i mean how, how you know uh, will yeah? Oh, uh,
3: you'd have to sell the
0: house you, know? you have to right, sell yeah. the house yeah. Right, yeah because what they're going after here is, is the, the every all these mortgage loans that they put us in they're they're leases and we're we're just tenants and so when we die we have to give or when we or when we uh, get foreclosed upon default on we have to give back the property and leave and of course uh, at that point in time you know we don't have any assets the state's not any greater than the the uh, the, the state assets aren't any greater than the than the debt that's owed so they get to take back everything unless you can show of course that you have a, a um a trust or, or a, a trust a trust account set up to that estate uh that have a, uh, assets greater than what is owed and we all do that's the whole thing we all do all
4: right.
0: we all have incredible wealth behind us it's all electronic book entry of course but it's all value that's put against us. That's, why they, that's how they've managed to, to basically uh, uh, bleed us dry of all our wealth. That's why the 1% is the 1% and 99% is the 99% because they stole everything from us. They right. stole everything from us. They how stole our you, real how? property, our personal property, and uh, on our intellectually derived property. It's a, it's, it's a disgusting uh, fraud of just immense proportions immense magnitude, and people need to start waking up and paying attention to this and, and understanding what's going on here. Great.
11: Uh, yeah, that's good, Andrew. I'm glad you put that in there because that's another question I wanted to, you know, who oh, like, good. you know, the equity, you know, she's got more yeah. in, the, in, in the house than, I mean, the house is, you know. <laughs> the
3: bank's not entitled to get the money right, and the exactly. house. Right. That's yeah. What, yeah,
11: yeah, yeah. She uh, owns less than what the house were, so you know, so that's. Sounds... Well, the
0: equity, okay. though. I mean, uh, the equity, though. All that, all that equity's been stolen. Right. It's True. It's all yeah. been stolen. It's, it's like when, 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 we got our mortgage loan. You know, it was. Um, uh, that, that's why they push people to uh, um, uh, 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 invest one hundred percent. Uh, that's why they dropped all the uh, back in the uh, when they when they started all these um, um, stated income loans and and uh, 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 no income no verification loans. We're also 100% financing. They want to do 100% financing so that, or they try to get people uh, okay. to uh, refinance their house at 100%. Now, take out your equity, take your equity out. Why? Okay. Because they don't want you. To, they don't want you to have to come back and make a claim for any equity uh, because they ha- They want it all. And so like with MERS. In other words, um, MERS, as, as a, a person who uh, refinanced 80 percent of, of uh, value and retained 20 percent of value out by all rights and by all rights, I should have been set up with, a, uh, with an investment account and a, um, and, a, and, a, and a broker. And that never happened. And see, these are the things that we're going to start clamoring about. If you didn't have finance for 100 percent, you got equity out there, and that 20 percent equity that, that we had, that was stolen. And that twenty percent equity that there was a seventy-five thousand dollars, it's 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 worth a hell of a lot now, and that's been stolen. So these are the things that we have to go after. We have to we have to recognize what they're doing here and how they're doing it.
11: Okay. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Thank, you. Thank you.
3: Next up, Ali uh, Muhammad. Uh, go ahead, my dear. You've been unmuted. And then after you is Chuck. Get cheese. <laughs>
1: Chuck E. Cheese? Okay, that's good. Well, not
3: Chuck E. Cheese. It's Chuck Get
2: Cheese.
1: Okay.
3: <laughs> so it's a little different. That would be interesting otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Ali
12: Muhammad. Hi, Angela. Hi. Hit, hit, hi, hi. How, how, how are you doing and your, your, your son? How's he doing?
3: He's doing okay. You doing? Thank you.
12: Yeah, I, and I want to say hello to the guest. Yes um, wanted to... Ken, Ken, how you doing, Ken?
0: I'm doing good. You?
12: Wonderful. I'm doing fine. I just want you to expound a, a little bit on uh, on the trust and opening up your own trust and going through the, through the process, and I, I pretty much have been to it. But getting hold of the capital name is basically what I want you to get your – because I get a lot of opinions on it from different people. Get a, getting hold of the, the trust, open up through the capital name, and that's what the banks have used and, and, and the system has used to, uh, to get finances from us. Have you, are you familiar with them getting or uh, money being given from birth, an account being opened at the time of birth uh, uh, for all of us? Well, are you familiar with this?
0: I, well, I'll say that, uh, I'll say that uh, um, uh, there are accounts that are tied uh, directly with our birth. Uh, I will say that uh, Bank of America has patents that establishes what they call a first file, uh, which is a birth account, and then a second file, which is a Social Security account um, that, that, is, that is set up or a or, or, uh, 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 public benefits account. So right from the very beginning, yes, there are two separate accounts that are, that are, that are opened up. I'll also say that Wells Fargo uh, has what they refer to as a DNA account um, and also has a, a master merchant account, which is tied to, uh, birth accounts and it's t- and it's all has to do with what um i guess would be, um, be coined as a life cycle um so yes there are separate accounts that are open uh that that do attach to our birth certificates and our birth uh there's also a, a trust that's set up through uh, um companies called uh, this. this this all came about uh around 2000 and i believe the name of the company is uh, um oh shoot um, um oh gosh um uh, birthday, birthday express, or something of that nature, which establishes a it, and it's a found it's a founding it's a founders account that is uh, set up on, by our parents. Um, what was it again? Say it again. I, I believe it's birthday express, if I'm not mistaken. Birthday. Oh,
3: okay.
0: And I've got I've got the I've got the uh, the um, uh, registration agreements on it. I've got the um, registration and and the preferred the preferred A and B share. Agreements on it, and it's a founders account that's set up by our parents, of course, our parents never set it up, knowingly it's set up behind their backs and uh it and it's an account that follows us through life, so yes, those two accounts do exist, and going back to s e d m as I was talking earlier, they sit there and they they make the claim that oh, there's no such thing as a birth account. no, that's not true. There are birth accounts that are set up, absolutely there are yes, yeah, the other
12: thing is have you have you yourself or know anyone? I've done something like this, but have you went to Washington D.C. and uh, opened up an account and went to the Secretary of State and opened up an account? And it's, it's a process. And
0: uh, actually, I don't have to open of, up an account with uh, I don't have to go to D.C. and open up an account. I can open up an, I can open up a private trust and go into uh, um, uh, go into uh, um, uh, business essentially with the Treasury Department. Uh, and uh, license them the use of my, my uh, uh, all-caps name, essentially, as the Baylor Bailey, um and uh, uh, go into agreement with them. And that's what going into trust is about. That's what that's – what if you're going to it properly.
12: What, what have you done? it?
0: Have, have you done it yet? I'm in the process of doing it now. I'm in the process okay. of doing all of that stuff right now. Um, because, I'm not going to – and I'll tell you one thing. And a lot of people say, well, there's no straw man. The Secretary of State of all this, of, of every state will insist there's no straw man. Well, that's bullshit because there is a straw man. And I'll tell you another thing. Uh, if you open up, if you go into that Uniform Business uh, uh, Corporate Transactions Act and you go into their revisions of 2015, it'll, it'll succinctly tell, uh, the, the bar is succinctly telling the Secretary of State, well, yeah, we know that this may not, this is kind of uh, touches upon a uh, 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 legal nature here, but you're the Secretary of State, and that's all you are. And that, uh, in the interest of commerce, you will go ahead and record, make all these recordings. And I mean, it says it right there. I mean, it, it blows my mind when I read this stuff because there, there are all these are illegalities. The point being, with the Secretary of State, um, uh, they will insist that there is no straw man. Well, yes, there is a straw man. And there are credit lines. And I can, I can show you the sites. I can bring you right to the sites of Treasury that talks about opening up credit lines and getting the various uh, uh, credit statuses. And you can get this also through DHS and through uh, Visa statuses. It's all there. All we've got to do is know how to do it. We've got we to get past all the bullshit and all of the fraud and all the deceit and uh, go after uh, our own accounts and go after and set up our own accounts. Their whole, their, their whole mission in life is to destroy our credit and to make us forward to the state because the further that they destroy our credit and they take over and, and, and manage our public benefits for us, the more money they get. Well, that money that they're getting is our credit. You get it.
12: And, you get it. And, I, and, and another thing is, have you, sir, have you, have you, uh, have you experience with or have you, have you went to them and filed a security agreement, uh, UCC1 or a or, or, or home
0: well, when you uh, file, when you, do, you, when you file UCC one, do not make sure you file as a non-UCC one, and do not file a commercial lien. Do not file a commercial lien against anybody. You will end up in jail. When you do UCC one, you do it as a bailor bailee because that's what you are. You're, you're 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 trading warehouse receipts essentially, which is what you're
12: which is you. Also, oh, what you're saying basically, the common law right copyright notice and uh, power of attorney. Would not would not would not be of any significance that you filing with these when, you, when you're trying to get a hold of the situation and it's all capital name.
0: Well, what, I'm what, what I'm trying to do is yes, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to I'm trying to take control I, I, first of all I put myself on a, on the land I'm saying I'm i I'm a living person here uh, and my my name Kenneth William Doss in, in lowercase, is the trade name uh, my my all caps name is, is my estate and that's what everything's trading uh, upon is that. And what, I'm, what, I'm, what my goal here is, what our, all our goals should be, is to, is to claim our living person and snap control of that all-caps name at, as, as a sole owner and beneficiary by decree uh, through the probate court, and then uh, entering into an agreement with Treasury saying, listen, I will go ahead and let you use my name uh, and for fees and benefits to me, and you can use it for uh, uh, you know, whatever you want, which is what they're doing anyhow except they've stolen our rights to that. Right, right. And I
12: think that under the UCC, they just went on and, and accumulated the things that they need to accumulate. And, for instance, if I was to uh, present to them a bond, uh, and if they don't respond to it, or in accord with UCC, if they don't respond, then they just, just gets in default, and it exists. Yes. a dollar bond. I may have given him. I may have given him a ten million dollar
8: bond in the past.
12: Yes, but
0: what you're doing, what, never, you, what you don't do is you don't issue bills of exchange like Winston Stroud did. He was issuing bills of exchange. That's why he got in trouble. You don't issue bills of exchange. You're not doing that. You're issuing a bond, and you and you go and you're and you're going into a trading agreement with a, a treasury. You're not. You're not. You're not issuing bills of exchange. And and you. Uh, but on the same token, though, you are issuing bills of exchange if you have trusts set up properly. That's the way that these guys are operating. What they, have, what they do is they have two or three trusts operating set up, and they're trading back and forth between the trust issuing bills of exchange and uh, um, promissory notes between the trusts and so they're setting up insurance policies uh, where and, and guarantors and everything. And that's how they're doing it. You know, you just don't issue a, a, a $100 million bill of exchange and go to the bank and cash it. It doesn't work that way. you will end up in jail.
12: Right, right. Now, I, I, I can agree with that. Uh, I've seen that happen with people. But my, my thing is I'm saying is have you, have you gotten them to acknowledge any that you may have, or do you know anyone that really got them to acknowledge him? I don't think any of these guys, any of us, had gotten them to acknowledge you no know, hundred million dollar bond, or they just don't even respond. My, I know my a few people is,
0: that have uh, that have uh, successfully set themselves up, and then of course they can't talk about it from that point in time because that that's it's, uh, that it's confidential and private, so you don't get too much detail. But I know a few people that have successfully navigated this and uh, are doing quite well.
12: What what they have to what they have what they have to, would they have to uh, uh, give the entity a whole harmless. An indemnity agreement. Yes, if you know yes it's a whole they,
0: set of trust agreements.
12: A whole harm and indemnity agreement. I'm saying they have to give yes, that to the enemy.
0: Yes, yes, those are all. Yes, that's all part of the trust agreements.
12: And yeah, and then so the trust is set up,
0: and they'll just let it sit there. I'm gonna say this
12: for the record. and I'm gonna go. I know this from experience, and the people listening could could, could go check, fact check if they don't believe me. Uh, they'll let it. If you, they'll let you let it sit there. They'll let it sit there. You don't say nothing about it. You don't move. In the, court, in the court of UCC, that first move is usually, we don't know what you're talking about, but it's a done deal. You keep moving on them. But if you don't move, I'm, I'm going to say this, I'm going to leave it at that. If you don't continue to move on them, they won't move.
0: Right. Well, exactly, and that's the whole thing here. What they uh, You've got to move, yes. You've got to move. You've got to execute these things, and you've got to it, – it's all there for us to do. All we're doing is we're doing the same thing that they're doing, except we're except we're except we're doing it. We're doing it in private, and we're taking back everything that they've taken from us. Everything we're doing, is there's nothing illegal about what's being done. It's just the way that you're doing it. Um, And and that's what they've done. They've taken our identity, and they've they've stolen our identity, and they're going they're going into the same agreements that we're trying to go into, the same damn thing, except we're doing it for ourselves. And, yes, I mean, when people sit there and say, you know, that, that oh, that straw man doesn't exist, that, that there's, there's not these tre- these treasury accounts and these credit lines, yes, there are. I could tell you that unequivocally that these exist. I can show you the patents that set these things up. It's all patented.
12: Uh, that's a given. I think that's a given, but what they're tricking us at
0: is with their law. It's like,
12: it's like when you come to them with a common law copyright notice, they'll look at it and they'll say, well, so this this don't exist anymore. This is not law anymore. That's what that's what usually happens. Well, you know what? That's,
0: well, that's what I'm talking about. When I was talking about earlier about caption our copyright. See what they've done when when they, when they when we sign these mortgage loans. Well, we agreed, mm-hmm. we agreed to uh, um, give them exclusive licensing to our, to our, um, uh, um, our, 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 our all-caps name. And, and all, well, basically, we gave them all rights to all our real, personal, and any kind of intellectually derived property. We, gave them, we, gave them, we, we signed up for a servitude, essentially. Um, hold on a second. And the, way, and the way that they get away with this is that these are all copyrighted documents, Fannie and Frey copyright documents. Under copyright, now this is copyright law we're talking about. Under copyright law, the person that controls the derivative, which is the person that holds the electronic signature, can do whatever they want with us. And until the point in time that the title transfers, the title doesn't transfer as long as they hold that licensing agreement for us. So, in order to get that title to transfer, we have to claim that title. How do we claim that title? We've got to do a filing with the United States Copyrights Office and then take it back. That's the way we do it. The, co- not the, the, the common law copyright, um, I can see where you're going with that, with the common law copyright, we say, well, oh, we don't do that anymore. No, they don't do it anymore because you have to have the official copyright recorded with the United States Copyrights Office. And that's the things that I'm working on right now is to advise, okay, what exactly do we need to record with the United States uh, Copyrights Office? And I think what we want to do is I think we want to record ourselves as a governmental entity, as a transmitting utility, and that we have all rights, title, and interest to that. That's how we cap- that's how we take back our copyright, and that's how we do it legally and record and not co- by, not by common law, but by by a twenty first standard, twenty first century standards that is recorded with the United States Copyrights Office, which gives us rec- which is recorded saying Kenneth William Dunst, he is a governmental entity, He's a transmitting utility that has and he has full ownership over his, over those rights.
12: And you presented to them also that you are a sovereign citizen?
0: I don't mention I never mention sovereign citizen. I never mention that don't go there I but don't that's go there because that, I don't go there because it's been so contaminated by people that have have have, have screwed it up and have- and have you know it, I, I I don't ever say sovereignty never
3: yeah it just, just contributes do it. to them putting labels on us yeah
0: that, that 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 puts labels on people, and that's that's I don't go near that. I don't say anything about sovereignty, not at all because i don't all know right,
3: we have to oh, move oh, okay. on.
0: Right, right, I, I, I can go on
12: all night with this. Okay, <laughs> thank, you very, thank, you, thank you very much. I, I just wanted to just uh, uh, get some, in, get some input, input from you, and I appreciate your information. I thank uh-huh. you. May God guide you and protect you, you, and uh, may continue to bless, bless you, Angela, and that the blessed one is with you.
3: Thank you, and thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Okay, next up is Chuck Gets Cheese.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Hello, good evening. Good evening. Well, it's evening here. Hello. Hello. Um I have an, I have uh, about four questions. I'll try, okay. And I'm going to try I'm a novice at this. I'm just learning it, so I'm going to try to be as brief as possible with each question.
3: Okay.
0: Okay.
5: okay. Uh, the, the um the first one is the uh the process of removing the power of attorney. How do I go about doing that?
0: Um, that's just, uh, a, a, well, I could put a form out to, to show you how to do that. And basically what you're doing is you're just revoking all power versus attorney. You're, um, uh, it, it's a series of statements and rebuttals. Uh, there's several different, uh, formats for doing it and you just record it with the county.
5: Okay. Like, um, like for, uh, like an affidavit, just make an affidavit and, and uh, submit it. Yes,
0: it's an affidavit. Um, let's see if I have mine in front of me here. Um, if I have my forms in front of me, I got so much papers around here. <laughs> I've got I no, I literally, I literally have boxes of papers. I got a whole I got a whole room that used to be my architectural office that is floor to ceiling boxes. I mean I've got so much evidence on these guys, it's it's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
7: yeah
0: I need some of that <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't have I can't find it um, I, I'll post it up it will be posted on my Facebook page uh, but it basically what you're doing is um, revoking re- all powers re- of attorneys re- and all signatures re- uh, that are assuming uh, you're transmitting utility that are added to agreements and contracts that you weren't aware of uh, that you were given no notice of that you had no knowledge of um, and that uh, you're re- rebutting all all such signatures
4: Okay. Well, that, that, that right there
0: stops them to some to some degree because they can't execute uh, foreclosure agreements. They can't execute an indenture without that signature that you uh, if you provoked it. Mm. Okay,
5: so basically, it's, it's it's the removing of the power of attorney and also your signature, uh, all in the same affidavit or
2: two different yeah, ones.
0: you revoke all, you revoke, uh, all powers of attorney and, and you have to do your signature. Absolutely, because what they've done is they've taken your signature and they've put it, and you got to make sure you put digital signatures as well. Okay. Because digital signatures is how they're conducting these things, through so these cryptographic BKI, uh, um, uh, cryptographic BKI um, uh, structures, signatures, and they're okay. digitally created signatures uh, that they've created behind our backs without our knowledge, and so when you do a revocation of power of attorney, you want to make sure that you uh, revoke, extinguish, cancel, and annul all uh, powers of attorney and signatures and digital signatures, including BKI signatures.
8: Okay, DKL. Okay. All right.
5: My next, my next question is, um, um, because I filed, I filed an affidavit, and because I have my birth certificate, um, uh, certified, um, um, authenticated, and apostle. I got it. Um, I got it from John Kerry's office. I went all the way up to John Kerry's office.
0: Okay, you don't um, want the apostille, though. I'm sorry. You don't want it. You don't do not want an apostille. Oh, you don't want the apostolate because the apostole, uh falls underneath the Hague Convention, and they basically uh, throw away all all, all legal verifications uh, for trading purposes because if you're talking about uh, trading in an international market amongst the uh, Hague nations. So the okay. the the, the, the uh, uh, authentication you want to get, you want to get a non uh and and what I did is I did it to the country of Indonesia. Because that's not a country. Because what you want to do is you want to authenticate it for yourself. Um, that's
5: what, what I do. I used I because I, I um, the 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 guy who told me about it. He told me to when, when I go to get the apocalypse to get it um to get it um. Under a country that was not a part of the Hague, and I picked Okay, I picked well, okay, so that, that's good
0: then. Yes, you did get a non-passport then.
5: Okay, okay, I don't
0: have to steal or however you want to pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs>
5: so okay, so what when I did was um, I came across some other information which said that when you get that done, when you get the paperwork, when you get it, the documents back from John Kerry's office, you you should put in a um, an affidavit of ownership and file that with the county.
0: Well, uh, well, well, yes, an affidavit of ownership. I did. A, I did a reconveyance. I did a uh, deed and reconveyance, uh, okay. and that's what I recorded.
5: Okay. Now, the other thing was, um, when doing that, do you leave the the the, the documents with them along with the uh, affidavit? Or
0: no, you don't give them the original. Um, okay. What you, do is, what you do is get a, 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 a certified copy from a, a, a that's notarized. I mean, that's second. what I did. That's what I did. Uh, you don't let the, 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 those those confirmation documents, uh, those yes. authentication documents. You don't let them out of your sight. Okay. Any kind okay. of Any kind of any kind of uh, uh, anything you do with that, you get certified copies, uh, meaning that they're authenticated by uh, a, a, a notary at that point in time. So what I did, uh, and I didn't put my birth certificate in. I didn't put my state authentication in. I just put the cover sheet, the first sheet, whether well, well, the, well, the authentication of John Kerry. I just put that okay. in.
5: Okay, because a lot, no, of okay. These, a
0: lot of these counties won't touch the birth certificates and they won't record the birth certificates for a couple of reasons. One is because it's personal inf- private information. Two, the county recorder isn't really dealing with uh, um, uh, um, uh, um, birth certificates. The county registrar is, um, and so that's another reason why they don't do it. And they don't like to do it because they're committing fraud. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so uh, I was real surprised. I was very. Uh, here, here's one thing that um, uh, uh a tidbit here about going into equity and about talking about equity and and, and breaking open equity. Um, the county that I was dealing with, they treated me like dirt. I mean, they they just gave me no respect. They, they just they just treated me like dirt for two three years while I was fighting this case. The minute that I filed an exclusive equity, their whole attitude changed towards me. Everything changed towards me. And uh, when I recorded uh, um, the documents for my exclusive equity, the, uh, the, um, uh, the, the treaties against, and uh, 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 my, uh, um, uh, my specific filings that I filed into the, county, into the court, when I filed that with the uh, county as a Liz pendens, um, they said, well, I don't think we can record this. You know, I, I don't think we're going to, uh, we'll have to see, I'll have to check with counsel, see if we re- record this. And I got a call back the next day, Is oh, yeah, we'll go ahead and record it. Their whole attitude changed, everything. So now when I go down there to record something, uh, the, the, the old sourpuss that used to give me grief every time I went down there, now is friendly as hell to me. I and mean, their whole attitude changed. And I think their whole attitude changes because they realize we better get the hell out of the way because otherwise they're going to come after us. Because at that point in time, you can uh, because what you've done is you've basically broken their code, and you tell them to know, hey, I know that you guys are committing fraud. I know that this is administrative crap that's going on, and uh, they don't want to be held liable, so they're getting out of the way. And that's what I think that they're doing. That's, at least that's what I'm interpreting and I'm, uh, um, what I'm seeing in my case is is that they're getting out of the way because they don't want to consume
3: you know what okay. Chuck? Uh yes. I I muted you out because we got a lot of feedback I got you. I guess you got speakers on in the background.
4: Nope. Let
5: me um let me let me change that one second. Let me just
3: uh, okay. uh, Either that or I can just mute you when he's talking and then I'll unmute you back when you okay. want to ask the question. Is, is that better? Yeah. Well, I don't know, talk oh. again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're going to we're
0: going to uh, we're going right. to probably end this pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's question. Yeah okay, okay
3: um, uh, we've got one more person with their hand up, but go ahead, chuck and get ready the to ask the rest of your oh, questions
5: okay my 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 last, i'm um the last one is that you pretty much answered that one already, so i want I just want to mention something and then get your opinion on what, what do you think what do you think happened okay uh okay i was i was I was given a a fine to pay for a a traffic ticket or no insurance they they charged me fourteen hundred dollars for it. They told me um, if I didn't pay the fine by April eighth, my license will be suspended. Um, I went to the courts with a with one of I got a, I ran to the to the town hall, got a birth certificate, um, I got it certified, and then I got I got the apostle done to it.
12: Uh-huh.
5: I brought it down, and on their paperwork, I turned it over, and on the back, I wrote uh, to offset and discharge, gave my social security number, you know, the basic information, and then. Um, I submitted that birth certificate with the paperwork uh-huh. on the 6th. The 8th came, nothing happened. The 9th, the 10th, the 11th, all the way through that month into the next month. I got a letter the next month from the driver assessment, and they said that they were going to suspend my license um, unless I paid the fine. However, I'm, I'm looking and I'm checking the DMV's website, and it's, my license is still valid. They never suspended it on the 8th like they promised.
3: So um, Well, it could did, be. They just haven't updated the website. I don't know if it's all tied well, in. Well, it, it
0: could it. be that they're not going to do anything. I mean, there's, there's yeah. a lot of instances that, I've, that uh, I'm coming across now, a lot of instances mm. when you start bringing that birth certificate and you start bringing uh, 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 verification, authentications in, uh, uh-huh. things disappear. Mm. Things disappear.
4: Okay.
3: Okay,
5: thank you. I I appreciate it. Thank you very much.
3: Thank you. Bye. Okay, next up is guest thirty-two, and this is our last question for the night. We've gone two hours and twenty-two minutes so far. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, guest thirty-two, welcome. And you do you have a question for our guest speaker, Ken Doss? Yeah.
8: yeah hey, yeah, uh, Ken. Uh, I was wondering there. Uh, why can't the people wake up and put sweat equity go hey, go down there and put a claim on their homes? Of sweat equity, I mean, you have to mow it, you have to paint it, you have to keep the gas going, you have to keep the water going, all that right. stuff. Right. Why can't people just wake up and go down there to the county
0: uh, courthouse and put a claim on their property? Well, I would, yeah, I mean, that's that, yes, I, I would think the same hey. thing. But with the equity what we're talking about goes down to equity down to our our our, our name and our. Uh, it goes to our our, our our person, which and that's a great. And there's no greater equity than that. Nobody has greater superior uh, uh, superior title than that. You know, I, I thought the same thing as you did. Go down there and say, Hey, listen, I've got, look, I've got four acres of uh, uh, timber. I've got water rights here. And uh, I thought at one point, I'm going to go down and claim that. Here's the problem with that. The problem with it is, is they stole all that from you, and they took it, and they took it for themselves. So they took all that equity away from you. So to make any kind of claim to that, it's kind of irrelevant because you're just a deadbeat debtor. So you got to come back at this uh, from a different point of view and a different point of equity, which is uh, going to the uh, maxims of equity, which goes to your person and your life, your living being and your body, your actual physical body. Okay.
1: That's all I
8: had to say.
0: Thank okay. you. Okay. Well, that thank was you. easy. Thank hey, you. you. Have a
8: nice evening. I've enjoyed the call, Angela.
3: Well, thank you. I'm it glad did. you did.
8: Uh, Thank you.
3: You have a good evening, too.
8: Thanks, Ken. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye.
12: Thank you.
3: Bye. Okay. uh, Well, Eric put his hand up real quick at the last minute. Go ahead, Eric.
1: Hi, Ken. Hi.
2: How things are well for you? Doing well. So you keep talking about uh, uh, getting the equity out of the person and all this stuff, but you, you really haven't given us any any real concrete uh, uh information about this uh what that gentleman was saying earlier was to claim the equity in his property and you're saying go go the the equity in copyright and uh of the person but you provided no no information about that
0: well,' it's, good. it's easy to provide it's easier to host this stuff and then and, and for, for review. Uh, the, the information to put this thing out, to put this information out there is is uh, uh, various sets of documents, uh, various sets of claims uh, that are kind of hard to describe uh, 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 on a phone call. Uh, Without having out there now, once once the website's up, it'll be easier to point to those things uh, because there are very specific documents. There's many documents that I've done uh, for uh, deeds of acknowledgement, uh, for notices of special interest, uh, for particular um, uh, claims that are uh, 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 not claims, but uh, um, uh, uh, notices that are sent to uh, the bank trust the banks. Uh, pointing them as trustee. So there's a whole different pro. There's a whole series of processes here and forms that are easier to, to describe once I have a website established, so they can point to those documents per se in particulars. And they'll and they'll be on my Facebook page as well.
2: So where where are you at in your process?
0: Uh,
2: I'm at. Are my you pod- on street? Or are you just? Just I said. Are you on Or are you just? Uh. Uh. uh, uh I don't know.
4: Uh, magic I, let's,
0: say, let's, say, let's say that, that uh, i am part way through the process and nearly uh, nearly complete with the process um, it, it, everything I, everything i've talked about here is been, is is being enacted or has been enacted and uh, is uh, based on factual backing as far as patents are concerned uh, as far as intellectual properties are concerned. I think that uh, one of the things that that uh, we need to stress in this phone call is we're talking a lot about going into private ec- or going into going into equity. Uh, I think that uh, uh, the, the, the more important point about this call is understanding the intellectual properties behind this. Uh, that that gives us the right to go into equity and gives us the right to take back everything uh, and how to do it. Because once once we understand uh, that these are
4: uh,
0: how these things, how, how we are trading as as trademarks and copyrights, uh, a lot of this stuff will come into clear view, much clearer view.
2: You know what's sad is these are their rules. They're not. They're not remedies for. Yes, men. they are remedies. No,
0: no, 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 no. Uh, uh, let me let me correct you right there. The elite uh, don't give a shit about the little man. Let me correct you they right loves there. They love slaves. Let me no, 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 no. Let me correct you right there. I, 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 I don't. I don't like when people say that that's that, that, that's their game. That's their rules. That's those are their things. No, they're not their things. they are things. They they've taken us. And they put them into. They put us as grantors to their patented processes, to their schemes. Okay, uh, it, they may be their schemes, but we're the securitization. We're the tool. We're the transmitting utility by which they are conducting these things. We are the owners of these. We are the beneficiaries of these things. That's I don't right. care if it's their it right. systems of processes right. or not. We're, we're the beneficiaries tool. of them. And that you know, people right sit there tool and tool. say. People, People sit there and say, "Well, uh, I don't want to be a part of the system. I want to get out of this system. I don't want to be a part of this system at all." You know what? If you if you're not part of the system, uh, uh, you end up with nothing. Nothing. It's the 21st century. You have That's to work within true, the brother. system to benefit from the true. system, which means you have to understand the, the system.
5: Rates. They got everything, man. Everything's brand new. They run their
2: own. They don't run their own show.
0: They run their own show because we—they run their own show because we bought into this bullshit. Pardon my French of debtors. We have bought into this whole uh, facade of deceit, and the way that we turn that around is by recognizing their deceit and saying, "Okay, game's up. We know what the game is now. Now we're going to use the same processes and the same systems and the same mechanisms that you screwed us by. We're going to use those same systems to take everything back." This
7: is all but the our system.
0: Everything we're talking about the system. Is like, it's not it's, it's it's their system, but we're the conduits that are being run through it. We're the ones that are being run through that system. We're the securitization. It doesn't mean that we don't have any control of it. Of course, we've got control of it if we understand the mechanisms that we're being run through. And the problem is we don't understand the mechanisms because we bought into their line of bullshit and their line we of just all these years. Into the TV. And and we've allowed ourselves to be. uh...
1: uh
4: Yep, we've allowed
0: ourselves to be manipulated and lied to and, pu- and 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 we and we bought into it. And it's time that we stop buying into it. And the beauty part about this, this is what I think is this is what I think is our is our is our is our, is our uh, uh, resurrection or, our, or or the best thing that we have going for us. The best thing that we have going for us is they wrote it all down. Everything that they've done, every cruel cr- uh, criminal act that they've done is documented
2: through oh, and the they United pride States Department Office. Satan's
0: good
2: for that. Huh? Satan's good for that. Pride themselves on how, how they're going to destroy the people, how they're going to kill you, how they're
0: going to separate you.
2: Well, that's gonna... right. They, they,
0: they, that's right. They, tell, they, they, they spell out clearly out in the patents. The problem is nobody's looking at the patents. Nobody's looking at it. Everything, our liberation, our freedom from all this is is documented. It's right there in front of our eyes. It's right in the patents. So we got to start looking at the patents and start using the mechanisms that they use that they use to screw us to get back what they stole from us. So to sit there and say that that's their systems, yes, it's their systems. I agree with you absolutely, one hundred percent. The point being is the the conduits that are being flushed through those systems are us. We're the securitization, and uh, we can use the same mechanisms that they use to screw us to take everything back. That's the beauty of it. The beauty of it is I can guarantee you won't get
2: far at all. You won't get far
6: at all.
0: Well, we'll about that. I'm sorry, I disagree. I'm totally disagree with you. Totally disagree with you. One at a time.
3: I be- I muted you, Eric, because I couldn't understand you both were talking at the same time. So, well, they don't
2: even uh, they don't even follow their own rules, and and it's been it's been done court in courts over and over and over.
0: Well, we're not talking Trust about
2: courts. Trust me, there's.
3: Two standards, them and us. And us. That's it.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, it's time we change that. Turn that's right. It around. I mean, that's right. I mean, you can, you can either sit there and bitch about it as you're doing, which I don't blame you. I, I do the same thing. Or we could say, okay, here, let's take what we've learned now. Let's take the systems that we know they're using against us and go after them. I mean, how do you know until you try, right?
3: That's right. Oh, you know what? Mike put his hand up. You want one more and that's it, I promise?
0: I'm going to lose you about two seconds here. I'm going to be just about dead here on my phone.
3: Oh, no. Well, should we just end it then? Uh, Say goodnight? Yeah, because you're
0: going to be beeping any second here. Okay. All right. Sorry,
3: Mike. Okay. Well, then, thank you so much. I appreciate your time and energy and sharing with us the information you have. I look forward to getting the link to your website once you get it up.
0: Yep, and I will post well.
3: that on my website, which is MyPrivateAudio.com.
0: dot com. Thank you for having me on.
3: <laughs> thank you for Take coming. Care. I appreciate it. Thanks. Thank, thank uh you. everybody, have a great weekend and uh we'll see you next time. Thank have you. Have fun. Good night.
4: 18 plus.